advised some content in the podcast may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. A world nearly destroyed by a cataclysm. Saved by the actions of heroes long gone. A world that has survived, recovered, and even thrived. This is the world of Tyr. Here, the descendants of those heroes and the other survivors of the cataclysm have built great nations, the eight pillars that support the world. Nearly 1,500 years after the cataclysm, the world is one of relative calm. However, beneath this veneer of peace, great forces move. With every shift and shudder, they threaten to disrupt the delicate balance that keeps the pillars standing. Now, across the world, knowingly or not, people must become heroes, or the pillars will fall and Tear will be no more. Join us as we follow some of those heroes and see their struggles to keep their world from destruction. says she can't hear you. Oh. Can you hear she me says... now? Well, no, she can't. Of course she can't hear me now, because there's a 30-second delay or something. I'll just keep talking. <laughs> I have not gotten confirmation from Chelsea anyway that... Oh. oh no, no, Chelsea. Oh, no, she, she, she said, did. I can't hear you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Chelsea, for your always very accurate status updates. Now you are hearable. Okay, good. Good. So, hello everyone, welcome to To Your Moon Tree Isle. Uh, still managed to get the recursiveness into this. Uh, Rachel still managed to experience a localized earthquake. Um, and uh, we have some exciting stuff, which you might have seen in the announcement tweets for this, and we were going to get to that. Um, but before we do, I wanted to take a moment to address the events of like the last two hours. Um, as many of you have probably seen, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, has passed away. Um, and this is, of course, a tragedy, and may she rest in peace. But this also prompted me to think about a lot of things in a very short period of time, but sort of have a lot of thoughts around them. Um, and... As commemoration or appreciation of her life and her career, um, I thought that one of the most fitting things that could be done would be uh, reading something that she'd said at one point on the nature of discrimination and inequality. Um, if you're a boy and you like teaching, you like nursing, you would like to have a doll, that's okay. We should each be free to develop our own talents, whatever they may be, and not be held back by artificial barriers. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a woman who broke many artificial barriers throughout the course of her remarkable career and her remarkable life. 
Um, she was also a tireless campaigner for equality, understanding, and inclusion, all of which are uh, the highest values that I can think of. And the point that I'd wanted to come back to is that in the middle of this hellscape of a year, with everything that has happened, we at Helpful Goat, uh, particularly our DMs, have tried to express our position around playing these games, around streaming, around having a platform and using it. And we've had uh, different messages, each of which represent our sort of individual takes on it, but around being able to spread awareness, being able to promote things, being able to uh, rest and recharge in order to go back out and do more in the world. And I realized with this, with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I realized that while all of those things are true for me and all of those are accurate, they also aren't necessarily the thing that drives me. They aren't the thing that, the reason that I do this, they aren't the reason I think a lot of us do this. We are lucky enough to have a community full of amazing people like the people that you see in the videos below me who love and support people in the development of their talents regardless of barriers and i've realized that the reason that i want to do this when things like this happen when tragedies occur is because through doing these things we have built a community where people are able to say here's this traumatic thing that's happening this sucks here's this thing that i love that has been taken from me hey i'm feeling really down about this can someone can can people just prop me up a little bit and what i realized is that while i look at the death of ruth bader ginsburg and i feel grief and i feel sadness i do not feel existential threat and there are a great many people in this nation who feel existential threat because this woman is gone. I come out and do this and have done this and will continue to do this in order to tell stories and help other people tell stories where good people take action and make the world better and to provide a community where for whatever time, for whatever impact, you don't have to feel existential threat, at least from some small handful of people. That is why we do this. And I hope that if you are watching and if you feel that threat, I hope that we give you a place where you can 
follow along. I hope that we provide you with some measure of relief, and I hope that we provide you with some measure of community and love and support. I probably should have scripted this out a little bit more because I'm just kind of uh, lost now because I'm very sad. Um, uh, thank you, Galway. That I uh, absolutely reflect all of that, and I love you, and I uh, am thrilled to, you know, be a member of this community that you and Andy and all of Helpful Good have helped to create, and it it does, you know, mean the world that there's this place that, you know, judgment-free where we can voice and vent and yeah, it's means a lot. And um she means a lot. And uh Yeah, I feeling distraught and disappointed is kind of the uh the ongoing uh eternal mood right now. Uh but I it it really helps knowing that, you know, in some sense, we have a community that's, you know, bracing the storm together and uh, is caring about each other. And um, it's, yeah. Yeah. Can I also just share really quickly that, um, so as everybody, a lot of people know, I'm an elementary school teacher. And I uh, had actually just pulled this book out yesterday to read to the kids that I teach and ended up not working yesterday for reasons, but it was right here. And it's I Descent. It's the picture book on Ruth Bader Ginsburg's life. And so I'm actually kind of glad that I wasn't able to read it yesterday because that means I can read it to them on Monday and I can, you know, have a real conversation about her importance. And if either you... Ooh, I muted myself. If either you have kids, <laughs> I fell back and hit my headphones. Uh, or you teach, or you just care. It's A, it's like beautifully done, but it's also like, it is an amazing book. And this is probably one of the few books that I've read that I've had. When I just introduced what it was, I had the kids literally begging me to read it. And I had kids go home and ask their parents, what do you know about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Could you tell me more about her? And like, just super inspired. Like it talks just a lot about her and her life and what she fought against and what she fought for. And it's just really phenomenal. And I just really like that I looked down and it was literally at my feet in my school bag right now. And I just thought it was fitting and I wanted to mention it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I... I know it's a long, heavy start to things, but it was something that has obviously been coming up and been thinking about it. And some things were put in focus, and I wanted to take that moment, and I wanted to take this moment just to say, for everyone feeling existential threat around this right now, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't. I know I can't make that better, and I'm sorry that... I'm sorry that 
this has been your reality. I'm sorry that this is your reality, but I I hope that you're I hope that you're staying as well as you can. I hope that you can take some enjoyment us playing some game and telling a story about good people doing their best and trying to make a difference in the world. Um, I, I am also very excited. Uh, Sam has been working really, really, really hard on uh, a piece of music for this. And I'm pleased that we're going to get to debut that. So we're going to cue that up. I'll go for a couple minutes. Uh, might take a quick break to recharge ourselves and then we're gonna i think get into things so thank you so much again to sam uh for the beautiful beautiful piece of music thank you so much to uh at miraculous monty or at monty or god i'm fine it's fine it's fine at, at miraculous monty on twitter monty <laughs> at miraculous monty on twitter for the character art uh which through minor deception is now uh your tokens um, and Adam, so much thank you so much for in the midst of being very busy and getting ready for a move, uh, finishing and providing uh, so much of the support for that uh, video. Um, for the sake of uh, telling a good story, uh, we'd like to jump into tonight's Moon Tree Isle. And in order to do that, uh, would you all like to recap where we left off? I forgot to open my book. In a honey. Well, yep. we started with, in a honey. with me and... I mean, I guess we don't have to recap everything, but we found out me and Dent went to... Or Nero and Dent went to Niacillian who was the proprietor of the second door. And a lot of stuff happened, but basically Dent touched an object that he was drawn to, and now he has a docent. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also... Chess bling, uh, yeah. Uh, the docent's name is Ed. Dent Ed. And uh, it has several interesting abilities. Oh, a wonderful um, customer service voice, um, and and uh, it enabled me over the course of you know just an like an evening, a, a night to uh, basically it can now translate Aquin for me, and it was able to translate Nicilian's name. Which is in fact not a name, but is the Aquin word for servant. And uh, for those of us that have witnessed Tier Beyond the Doors, uh, and perhaps in previous uh, Tier things, I don't know if servant has shown up, but characters, character named servant is basically just a helpful guy. And, uh... and also, I really wanted a connected thing, and so Nyaselian, uh, I kept asking if, picking up random things and asking if they connected to me, and Nyaselian eventually handed me a piece of paper that was an IOU 
for if I brought him back a cool thing that I felt, thought that would maybe be good for him or might connect with things or if it felt right then he would keep an eye out for connecting something with me so yeah now I have a very important piece of paper along with the imaginary piece of paper that you also keep that, in yes. your back pocket. <laughs> yeah. From Minnow. Yes, I have my imaginary piece of paper, my imaginary IOU, and my actual IOU. Neither of which will probably be fulfilled. How dare you? Catch was busy decoding and deciphering and managed to find out about 90% of what was going on in that book, but then was stumped and had to rely on the rest of the marauders. And we discovered that the code was a simple code, but catch is more simple than the code. But we now know that we must seek out the silent prestige. And they are an organization that uh, is massive, mysterious, and has a uh, a knack for having little trinkets and stuff that look like they should make sounds, but don't. And every so often, rarely, crafters will be employed to produce those items. And they are not bad guys, which is always a plus for the Marauders. Yay! <laughs> well, I did have my next notes in here did say Nero's nickname is now Caligula. So I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Too. Well, it was, your, it was your code name. It was your code name. Oh, my code is name now Caligula. Cal yeah, yes, yes, yes. Minnow gave you a code name because that's right. You were, because you were like but secret agents. I don't know. Um, I do have the the at the top of my notes two hundred and fifty GP written down. That, that was. Did I you do that? Nero, I gave you from Birdiers. Beardier. Yeah. For deer? Okay, so I probably need to see if I've actually put that on my character sheet or not. Nope, I sure haven't. I'm gonna now. So if you I had it in no yours... gold in my character sheet, okay. I don't actually know how many I should have, Galway. Right? I never well, put it in. We now have at least 250 in my sundries. Because that's how Minnow be. Has anybody ever kept track of money and knows how much we might possibly have? I, I have like catch has 57 for some reason. I don't know why. I had 42 already, so now I'm up to like almost 300. I'm just gonna give myself 50 and it'll be but fine. But wait, so like, are, <laughs> you, are you almost up to 300 or is the group almost so the up group to 300? Has... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Listen here, like, I, I would happily... is lush. <laughs> do we want to split that money up or do you want Minnow to just carry it? Because I don't care, but it was handed to Minnow. So it's right like now Minnow has like a party fund, I think is fine. That's fine with me. You're, oh, you're, you're muted, Chris, and you're very was, active. Chris, you're muted. Oh, no, just wasn't catching your voice. Okay, I would say, Catch very much remembers that Nero held it up and that Minnow snatched it. I don't think it was actually <laughs> given to Minnow. <laughs> well, to be fair, Minnow knew about the money, asked about the money. Nero held it out and said, this money? And Minnow said, yes, thank you, and took it away from him because Minnow knows how easy of a mark... Uh, Nero is based on her own pickpocketing experience, but you're absolutely right. I don't think it was discussed, so um, we can we can divide that up. We could go. I mean, I it was given to us specifically to fund boat, boat. travel. 
to look for the girl. No, I, th I think this was just a reward for to okay. look for the girl. This yeah. was essentially okay. this. Yeah, this was essentially uh, Nero. Nero would probably be able to relate to you in a way that Minnow would be able to tease out uh, that the sort of boat and other support was sort of separate from this. This was essentially the just taking the mission fee. Okay. Uh, with promises so, of then also gratitude and other support on the back end if you manage to find, frankly, even his daughter's body. Okay, so then I guess in character, once we start the actual game, like Minnow will offer everybody 50 gold because I think that would be how, right, 50 each would get us to 250. Yes. Um, so if, if you get, or, but we can get there when we get there. Um, I have some notes about Dent had a vision. Uh, yes, I did have, I have two memories. One was of a war where I was fighting on the front lines, uh, in, I, I couldn't tell where, I couldn't tell you where it was, if I was even on this continent or not, but it appeared to be possibly during the cataclysm. Um, I was fighting against shadow monsters that were quadruped slash many legs. Um, and then I also have a distinct memory of sitting at a dinner table with a family eating fish. Um, yeah. And, uh... I also have the... I checked the note from the magistrate, uh, and we discovered from it, gleaned from it, that the Circle of Scribes had paid <clears throat> the kobold um, to f try to frame the pineapples for the burning of the scribe shop. Mm. Um, and so we, that I think that's that's the last note I have jotted down, but I seem to recall last session that my notes weren't great. So Yeah, so we learned a lot from Inohani. Uh, we learned that um, people have just been straight up walking into the water. Um, we're going to get some smuggler maps from Inahani yes. at some point today. Um, we've learned that even though so much of the population has straight up disappeared, um, none of the shadow hand has, which is interesting. Um, and we have learned that the mists that have been propping up, popping up around the water have intensified uh, towards Moon Tree Isle. Something big is in the water, was able to drag things. Um, and uh, I had some stuff from Dellen. Um, uh, I wrote... The silent prestige is seeking them, but I don't know if them was the shadow hand or magical items because it doesn't say in my notes. I think uh, that was what the message said was the silent prestige is seeking them, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, we also know that the uh, silent prestige uh, don't fuck with the police um, and they are beneficent Benefic beneficently motivated. Jeez, I can English. Um, uh, but that's all I had for news. We also learned that the kobold who tried to burn down the thing from before was most likely from the Circle of Scribes. And I have a name written down. 
in absolutely no context, Ferdinand Pothos? Or Pothos and then an arrow with Ferdinand. <laughs> Did not write that one down. So. Another uh, lizard friend or something. No, How dare you. Was, was that one like, of the words or something? Golly, who's There's, Ferdinand? I have Inahani and then Pothos and then Ferdinand with an arrow pointing to Pothos. Galway is stumped. I'm actually <laughs> stumped and I'm trying to... He wasn't... What, this person wasn't someone that we interviewed. No. I know their names. If this is a name, it would have to be something that I came up with on the spur of the moment, but I don't even... I'm, I'm just not coming up with Pothos, which is what I'm more confused by. Plant. Ferdinand makes oh. perfect oh, sense. Ferdinand! No! Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your plant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god. Ferdinand is your pothos plant. about your plant. That oh. might degenerate kitten yes. likes to destroy and dig into. So Heather wrote down the name of your act Chris's actual <laughs> house plants in her D&D notes. Amazing. Okay, so that is just delightful. That is so wonderful. That was the... That was also terrifying because I'm like, of context. I know sometimes <laughs> so I make good. up names on the spot, but normally if you <laughs> tell me the name and a connection to another name, I'm going to know what it is. <laughs> did I black out for a long period of episodes? Oh my god, I did apparently. <laughs> I'm too funny. She's so good. About it and I'm just like, Kitty. Okay, no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. It was amazing. I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, wait, wait. I, I distinctly remember talking about a Ferdinand too, but like, I was what? like, Puffus is so familiar. Why? Play <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, and then but, I had but, but, yeah, but, but then Rachel was like, "Oh yeah, because uh, I used to work greenhouse, at like a, right? a yeah. culture greenhouse. thing, yeah, yeah greenhouse, yeah." Now we've recapped our side conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ironically, from the episode, or the and ironically, we still haven't recapped the fact that as you all went to bed, oh, I was just going to say that. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, it was just somebody. We don't know who it was. Minnow I just wrote Rosa sees a figure on a roof with Minnow's locket. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so Ressa, in my head, I, I thought that, it was nice. It was Minnow. But, mm -hmm. It was just a figure. Yeah, and it was it was Minnow saw it, not Ressa. Oh, I wrote Ressa. Saw it. It's, we were in the same room, but it was Minnow that. That's fair. That saw it. I um, can fix my notes. Ooh, okay. Um, can we uh can we retcon a quick conversation? It can be out of character, <gasps> but about the gold of just the fifty gold. Does everybody want their fifty gold? Should I, or do oh. you want to, or do you want Minnow no. to carry party money? Because I don't carry either way. I mean, I'm happy with you carrying the party money, uh, but I, I personally don't think that Dent has much of an attachment to money. Yeah, I was so, mostly because of Nero and Dent. Minnow, I think, was inclined to keep the money in the sense of like this might be more responsibly spent if kept on my person, um, but would certainly have uh, noted that we could split this as well so i guess um and would have like noted to people hey here's sort of what your balance is in the bank yeah, of minnow but happily would give the 50 to catch or and ressa i mean or any of you if, if dent was like give me my 50 she's not gonna like hold on to your 50 right um but uh so 
would Ketch or Ressa specifically want their 50? No. Okay, no. so for now, just Minna will hold on to it. And if you guys change your minds, let me know. Okay, um, thank you. Yeah, let me just uh, get a couple things set up. Sorry. Doop -doop. I love our little Jeez. icons so much. I know, they're so I'm so, so happy. I'm so excited. I'm glad they're that we so finally good. get to use them. Yeah. Yes, and I'm these also feature my art weird fire cow. By, by Monty. So now we can see the half-burned cowman in all his glory. I just love that side-eye look that Ketch has given his tail. I know. It's, <laughs> it sums up the you son of a bitch. Um, so... Okay, the, the kitty is just... Kitty is everything. Kitty. <laughs> so, Minnow... The part of Heather will be played by Kitty. Yeah. By who Mia. ironically won't be playing Ketch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Might be following Ketch around. So, yeah, Minnow, as you, um... We just lost Sam. Bye, Sam. Sam. This was happening last night on Spire too. Okay. People were just randomly getting booted. Sorry. Everyone was just like, bye, Sam. And I'm like, did I miss Wait, that Sam was only sticking around for 40 minutes of game? Because I would have it was just implemented my story different. This right? cat is too beautiful, Heather. I'm... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what a precious yeah. What's this friend. cat's name? Mia. This is oh, Mia. that's my Kitty. niece's name. Is it? That's irrelevant, but I just... You, your cat is very cute. Thank you. Oh, pretty. Aww. She's a brat. But <laughs> they Minnow, all are. Um, you, you, you just wake to this, like, ping. Ping. Sorry, my cats decided to start <laughs> screaming, and I'm like, could you, could you not for a minute? Um, here's this ping, ping, and it wakes you up from just sort of a very light sleep. You see Ressa next to you, sort of already asleep, um, rather peacefully. And it, it takes you a second. You're kind of looking around of like, is someone in the hallway? Is someone, And then your eyes sort of go over to the window and across the way on the roof of the building across from you, uh, you see a figure. They're tall, but it's very difficult to discern actually their build or their heritage because they're wrapped with like very loose clothing, um, which is generally very dark gray. Uh, and you can see dangling from their right hand, suspended by a chain, um, your locket. And they're just sort of flicking it with the, the middle finger of their left hand. And like very clearly facing in your window. Um, <clears throat> how close are they? You said the building across. So like 30, 40 feet? Yeah, they're probably about 45 feet. Okay, I'm going to uh, poof my bird on the locket and have it have Finch try to snatch the locket and I will be visually and audibly through Finch. So you're <clears throat> looking, th basically you're commanding Finch's body as directly as you can. Yes. Uh, give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. What are you doing sleight of hand for exactly? Try and snatch the locket. Are they that close to you? Finch? Finch oh, thank you. Okay. Sorry, my mouse is still double rolling. Uh, 17. 
Let's, oh, no, no, it's not double rolling. It's just rolling with the. the it's yeah, rolling it might both still dice. though. It's definitely double clicking on oh, things okay, when it okay. shouldn't be. I was like, so, that one's but this fine. time it, it actually did successful. Okay, seventeen. Uh, seventeen, very good. Uh, you, Finch is sort of like reaches out and grabs, um, and you're controlling this very precisely. As much as you can't sort of control Finch's body, you can target this very precisely. Um, and at the last second, the figure sort of like spins away and it got very close. You could feel almost the, the link of the chain, um, but the figure will sort of spin back. Uh, and now the, the locket is no longer dangling uh, from their finger. Uh, you suspect that they've palmed it <laughs> more fully. I'm looking up uh, something in my in my book here. Um... Fuck, fuck, fuck. Of course she, it's not right there. I was say, she types, can a level five arcane trickster <laughs> cast fireball? <laughs> uh, okay. Almost there. I just need to know I mean, what the range the on the spell is. How Do close did you say they all? are? 45 feet. 45 feet. Okay. <clears throat> um, Minnow is, is not there right now. Minnow is in the bird, so she's not making noise or doing anything. Um, okay, I... Minnow is in the bird. Minnow is in the bird. Okay, That's um, very good. I'm gonna try and get Finch closer to this person to get a better look at them, then. Uh, sure. Give me a perception check. Uh, you still need to use... You can use Finch's senses, but you can use your own perception. Because you're basically... Powering it by how you're targeting it. Twenty-seven. Very nice. Um, wrinkles on that. So, face. with <laughs> that, with that roll for perception, you looking through Finch's eyes as you're sort of like swooping back, and I kind of picture this as like you swoop in for a pass, but you don't actually try to make contact. It's just trying to get a full sense, and even maybe it's like swooping up and down some. Um, they are quite tall. They're uh, over six feet tall. It is very hard to see their figure within the cloak, uh, but you would suspect that they're probably elven kind. Um, Finch is able to get close enough that you can see like their limbs are quite thin, uh, the locket is up their left sleeve. You can see just like a little bit of the chain and actually probably even just hear a little bit of it rattling. Um, and they are not armed. Like you, as you're sort of going by, you don't see any armor. You don't see any of the posture. Like you see a, a sort of person under cloth. They could have a weapon, but it would have to be really, really, really hidden. Okay, <clears throat> I am going to uh, bring my consciousness. I'm going to send Finch so that if they try and like swat Finch, they're not going to get him. Um, and then uh, bring my consciousness back to Minnow and open the window and climb out. Okay. Um, are we on the first floor or the second floor? You're on the second floor. Great. Uh, the intervening, so uh, if you look on the map, uh, this is sort of roughly correct, not for distances, uh, but the general layout of the town. Um, you could theoretically make it to the the roof of this building right here, because it's only okay. one story tall. It's basically the stable. And then from there, make the jump over to 
that next set of buildings. Okay, I want to get to the roof of that thing and get within 30 feet. Sure. Uh, give me an acrobatics check to see how well you uh, land this. 23? 23. Uh, you, so you sort of just snap back into yourself, open the window, and almost with the same motion, vault out, hit, tuck, and roll. Um, and now you're... I'm on the wrong layer, so I couldn't manipulate anything uh you tuck and roll forward and sort of bring yourself up at about 25 feet okay um i will use mage hand ledger domain okay to uh and i would like finch to help take the help action um to pickpocket my locket pickpocket my locket pickpocket your locket am i can can i uh wake up like when she's climbing out the window I don't think Minnow concerned herself with being stealthy, so if Ressa is a light sleeper, it's... I will let you rule how would you be a light sleeper would that, like, I don't think that you were necessarily very quiet, but I also don't think you made a huge amount right. of I noise. I opened the window and I jumped, so, like, it's not, like, a huge amount of noise, but it's also, you know, I wasn't being quiet about it, so... But I will let, and I'll let the players rule on how that, that works. Uh well, I could say 50-50 and roll a die. How's okay. that? Uh, <laughs> odds, I'm asleep. Evens, I'm awake. Ooh, interesting way to do it. You're awake. Hey! I'm awake. Nice. All right. So, Ressa, oh. what you've just seen is you kind of wake up, not even, you kind of wake up at the sound of the window swinging open. Like, there's a little... Uh, but what you wake up to see is Minnow's cloak sort of trailing after her as she leaps out of the window without a word or a backward glance. (laughs) And I will Um, immediately go to the window and just watch, look and see what she's doing. Uh, You have dark vision 60 because you're a dwarf. So you have similar range to this. You can see a figure on the other roof. Um, You probably can't see Finch because Finch had sort of swooped back a bit. And then you can see Minnow uh, down... Probably the first thing you see is Minnow down on the roof of the stable, kind of focused up in a direction, and then you follow that line to see this other figure. Uh, Notably, sorry, please continue. And I was going to say, now you can go ahead and give me your sleight of hand. Notably, my mage hand ledger domain is invisible in case that changes the DC. Um, Sleight of hand, please. And And I have advantage from Finch. Correct. 24. 24. You feel the hand sort of like wrap up and in, uh, and it's sort of working up this these sort of voluminous sleeves uh, and then hold on to the locket. Um, I'm going to... Um, so it has a hold of it. Does the figure react? Uh... The figure, I'm going to say more looks like they're sort of not swatting away, but they sort of pivot their stance away so that the help okay. that Finch was giving was swooping in again. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, draw, oh boy, the Wavering Menace. And okay, I am going to use... Uh, 
Dread Rises. Once as an action, you can release a wave of terror. Each creature of your choice within a 30-foot radius must succeed on DC 15 wisdom save. So this person will probably make it, but it's worth a shot. Uh, wisdom? Wisdom. Uh, it's difficult for you to tell from where you are, but you don't think they're afraid of you. Uh, I mean, it would have to start moving away from me. Oh, right, right, right. I, I wrote that one with the uh, the it must dissonant moving, voice, yeah. whispers version. Yeah, they are not moving away from you. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Uh, then I will... Um, I guess just, yeah, continue trying to withdraw the wall. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm going to stow the sword and shoot with an arrow, and I'm just going to shoot this person. Okay. Uh, and when I see that, I would attack begin, as well. Yeah, I was going to say, you now see, you saw a sword drawn. Nothing really yeah. happened from your perspective. Sword got stowed, and we're like, oh, okay, we're, we're showing like weapons to, off. <laughs> yeah, to note that, like, yeah, I'm just, Hurrah! Never mind. It was worth a try. Kidding, kidding, <laughs> I could have teleported, teleported to him if uh, <laughs> if it had succeeded. But yep. since I did not succeed, um, I can't teleport over there. So I will um, draw my bow and shoot. Um, and the goal here is not to do as much damage as possible, but to distract enough that the hand, mage hand ledger domain can finish getting the locket. Um, so I would specifically be aiming at like the shoulder of the arm holding the locket, something like that, so that, uh, in theory, this person would loosen their grasp on the locket. Okay, very good. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll. Do I still have advantage because Finch is being distracting? No, that that swoop sort of has ended. Otherwise, other I mean, otherwise Finch would have been sticking in range of this person. Uh, 20, 20 hits. Go ahead and roll yes. damage for me. And I'm one, I am counting this as a called shot of you're not trying to kill. Um, no, not and you're trying mm -hmm. to maximize distraction. Yep. Ten Very max good. damage. Ten damage. Fuck oh, do I have sneak oh. attack? I don't, because Finch didn't have they weren't a, never mind. I don't have sneak attack, it's okay. Your rolling has totally made up for your HP roll from earlier. Uh, just tell uh, me about it. I, this has been the string of luck that I don't want to change, but it will. It will. So this the so you, will drop. <laughs> you sort of loosen arrow and you almost you, you almost target it so that it's coming right where Finch is flying, and Finch sort of peels off at the last minute so that the I this sneak attack going. <laughs> I'm kidding. Unfortunately, sorry. it doesn't. But now I know. Um, I like the narration of it. I was just being sassy at the at the last moment, <laughs> and you're you're aiming sort of right in at this collarbone to just try to maybe either if it hits, it's going to weaken the arm, and even if they like pivot away, they're going to have to do a lot of action uh, with it. Um, and you're a little bit surprised when the figure just very calmly goes, Fum. "Fuck! <laughs> God damn it!" <clears throat> All right. Um, uh, however, I'm going to... that pivot did take their focus off of their left arm for a second. So give me one more uh, slide of hand. Okay, check. okay, okay, okay. Can I have Finch help me on this? Is it enough time for it's, Finch to swoop This is in sort again? of hitting with the attack. This is coming sort of with the arrow coming in. Okay. It is reflected in the DC that you distracted them, though. 15. 15. Uh, you're fairly sure that you have pulled the locket free. Okay. Um, I will. Uh, 
<clears throat> I will shout as I'm retreating, retrieving the locket. Um, I want the mage hand to be stealthy as possible, like pulling the locket away. So if they haven't noticed, then they may, may not. And I'm just going to shout or, well, like say, because I'm close enough and it's nighttime. Like, who the fuck are you and what do you want? Try and keep their attention on me and not the locket. Uh, you're going to sort of see them straighten and like the, the arrow is on the roof and they'll sort of cock their head at you and then uh, and with that they're going to sort of uh, just sort of flip backwards off of the roof I'm going to chase okay I will get down onto the ground if they're if they've gotten to the ground level uh, it's hard for you to tell because it's a like a peaked roof so they sort of went parkour, over. Parkour, Let's go! Yeah. Uh, and Ressa, let's check back in with you. What would you like to do? Because you have at this point seen Minnow in very rapid succession shoot, shout at a person, and now is just like starting to bolt. And I don't think I have the speed to keep up probably. I don't slower. think you as Ressa are particularly confident in your ability to do ceiling, like second story I work. Do. Right. Uh, so, knowing meanwhile, that... Nero. Um, I hi, Steve, hi, Steve, would... hi, Steve. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Nero's just snoring, saying hi to Steve's. All the mm -hmm. Steve's in the world. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, not to jump in too harshly here, but I will admit I was never asleep. Correct. You do hear the shout. I was actually going to I was gonna let uh, Heather say so what Ressa was doing, and then I was going to see right? if there's anything you were doing. Yeah, I would um, let the others know. Okay, so you're going to turn back in and go wake people up. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, Dent, you hear a shout from outside of, like, who the hell are you? You didn't really hear much else. Like, you're not hearing combat, but you definitely heard Minnow shout, and it was definitely yeah. outside the inn. Yeah, I mean, immediately having heard Minnow, I would uh, I would be making my way as quickly as I could to approximately where I heard uh, Minnow's voice. Okay, cool. Uh, you know it was somewhere out here. I'm going to say that with sort of you um, acting and moving, we're going to pop back to Minnow. So you're going to try to give chase? I'm going to try and give chase, and I would like Finch to be trailing this person if they can see them um, to give me kind of a heads up of where they're going or which direction they've gone. Sure thing. Uh, have Finch give me a perception check. Do you have Finch's stats offhand? Because I think I had a different set of stats than you last time I looked it up, and I didn't want to. Yes, I do. I just have so many NPCs. <laughs> I also don't think Finch has night vision, so this would probably be a disadvantage. Oh, wow. You're in this weird double thing. You have advantage on per wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. But you have no dark vision, so you fundamentally can't see. As Finch, so Very just well. a <laughs> straight roll because it would have been disadvantaged, and but it wouldn't be disadvantaged if they don't have dark vision because they just can't see. Then it's at that point blindness essentially equals impossible. Dim light in the. I'm, I'm going to allow street. dim light because it is moonlit out. So I would say it's a straight roll. You you are getting the okay. advantage disadvantage cancel out. Okay, okay, that, thank you. That's fair. And what is the perception bonus? Ba, 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 ba. Sorry, Plus I should four. have that stat. Uh, I can also, okay. let me just give you control of this hawk. 18 perception for Finch. Very good, 18. 
Um, you get back uh, from Finch sort of the telepathic sense of alarm. Uh, Finch cannot see this person. Okay. Um, I guess I would be trying to make it onto the roof at the same time as Finch is looking for them. The, the next roof where they were before, where I saw them flip off. Also, do I have the locket now? Uh, yes, the locket has sort of gotten back into your hand. Um, okay, uh, I'm just going to... No, not the map layer. Not the map layer. The GM layer. Don't want to make them part of the <laughs> fucking map. Jesus Christ. There we go. Uh, very good. So you're back up there. Um, you can give me a survival check if you want to try to track them or just a perception check if you're just looking around trying to see very badly in the dim light. Um... <clears throat> Will one of those have a lower or higher DC? Because <laughs> my survival is not great, but... Maybe. Okay. Um... But that's for <laughs> you to decide. Yes, it is. I will try... I mean, my perception is plus eight and my survival is plus two. It's just so much higher likelihood of success with this. So we'll try perception. 18? 18. Uh, you don't see or hear any sign of them. Um, let's pivot. Uh, Nero and uh, Ketch. Um, Ressa just like slaps open the door to your room. <laughs> uh, and Ressa, what, what would you tell people? Minnow and Nero straight after up. someone. Yeah, Nero literally jumps out of bed and one like <laughs> like on his feet, just like. Whew. You kip up Minnow out of out bed. Minnow went out the window after somebody. Yeah, I kip up out of bed exactly. <laughs> okay. Ketch will sit straight up into bed, but Ketch is not awake. <laughs> I, I'm, I, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm just going to say, which direction? Except I don't say it that fast. That's not how Nero talks. He says, <laughs> I was which direction? I was wondering if Nero was going to talk about little rat hands. Right? Hey, which direction he's going? <laughs> God. Don't you guys wish I made that Nero's voice? Mm. <laughs> no, please don't. Do they have a window looking out the same side? So I could point them directly to it? Uh, it's kind of down the hall. Like, you've cut down the hall to get to this room, so it would be back out your towards your okay. room. Then I would just say, in the rooftops to the east, building to the east. Okay, I'm just going to... Uh start running in that direction then and I got a movement speed of 50 feet okay are you going to uh go down and out or out the window okay you're gonna so you're gonna run through their room jump off out the window uh probably yeah. follow cool uh give me an acrobatics check sure and catch and so Ressa you are left in this room with catch sitting completely upright and completely asleep from what Chris is doing. <laughs> oh, okay so, but it's not that okay. fumble it's not that one. It's twelve. I was like, "Oh no, cowman, bad." Uh, it's, twelve. It's the twelve. Uh, it wasn't uh, very graceful, but you do manage to sort of scrabble onto uh, the roof. Um, you're a little bit heavier than Minnow, so you know there's a little bit of buckling of some of the beams as a Oops. cowman jumps on it from Whoa. ten feet up. Minnow like turns like Bodron and is like, "Oh goddamn it, Nero!" <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What's what's happening? 
I can't fucking find they were on the roof and then they're just gone. Uh, I'm gonna like Finch is just I would imagine circling like in my in my yep. mind like Minnow is just doing everything she can via Finch to see and her own eyes to see if she can find any evidence of where this person went. Which direction did they go? I'll start running. They jumped that way, and that's okay. the last I saw them. They just I'm gonna oh jump that way. God, just gonna go. Okay, so Nero's just like bounding over rooftops, then going this and way. And looking. And lo- no, 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 I know. And looking. I, I wasn't denying that. I'm just saying I didn't hear a you know terminate the run at this point order. Uh, so give me a perception check, uh, Rachel, and an acrobatics check. We'll we'll let you have one more chance to see how well you generally deal with rooftops. All right, I will do acrobatics first. Fifteen. Could be worse. Has been worse just recently. I was gonna say was just worse. <laughs> and eighteen perception. Very nice. Yeah, you're you're Which not. I think it's what I least had. So I mean, I'm not gonna. You're not. See you're not seeing anything, but you are moving further. So that could that would vary potentially the DC of this check. So you're. We're gonna say you're this sort of next roof over. Uh, you're looking around. You're not seeing anything yet. Uh, Dent, you sort of rushed outside. We're trying to figure out where this was. You hear a onto the roof of the stable right next to you as something slams into it. So you're pretty sure. And then you hear Minos. Oh, God damn it, Nero. <laughs> uh, so you know that they're above you on the rooftops. There's there's no way that I'm trying to make it up onto a rooftop. So uh, like maximum movement to whichever direction uh like, I assume Dent never saw the person that Minnow was tailing. No. Um, then I guess I'm just heading in in whatever direction I heard of Minnow and then continuing on. So you sort of heard Minnow from right around here, and then you hear movement continuing on to sort of the southeast, which is Nero going across the roof. Uh, can I... I think I would if if I was coming out of the tattoo turtle like there, I'm probably running down this alleyway. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then uh, I, I don't know uh, size wise how far I'd be able to get with a 35 movement speed. Probably about to this cross this alley interchange. You can give me a perception check if you're looking for something. Uh, yeah, I you know Minnow was talking to someone besides Nero. Otherwise, Minnow has just been threatening Nero repeatedly. <laughs> Well, I, I, I would have at least seen uh, Nero leave the building, so I would have known that it wasn't yep. Nero that Minnow was tailing. Um, negative one perception. Here we go. Wait, it didn't roll. Uh, Feared. Sometimes it just takes a minute. All right, I'll, I'll try again. Still, still. There we go. Oh. Two. Oh. Oh, 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 and here comes the second one. Oh. <laughs> 13 would have been better, but the two, uh, yeah, you're not really sure. You're not even sure what you're looking for. Uh, you're not even sure you're looking for a person. Minnow might have just been screaming at, like, an object or generally in frustration. Um, it's been known to happen. Uh, so you're not really sure. And now let's cut back. Uh, Ressa, what would you like to do oh. with the upright but unawares catch? <laughs> If anything. Catch, are you awake? Ma! Ma! Catch, come on. 
Minnow's Pulse chasing someone. Pulse has a toy up his nose again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just kind of take your face and go, come on, catch, come on, catch. <laughs> Minnow's chasing someone. Ressa, why are you in my room? Because Minnow's chasing someone. Nero went too. Oh, okay, let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's go. Okay. We'll head down and out, I suppose. Yeah. So okay, so you're gonna head down and out. Uh very good. Uh so let's say you can make it sort of over to here, um coming out of the building. Uh they can probably hear me clunking. They can hear you can sort yes, and I was gonna say you can hear sort of clank 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 down from the hallway. You can somehow feel minnow fuming uh, on a roof above you uh, and you can also hear uh, the slightly burnt noises of a cowman uh, making his way over the roofs slightly burnt, burnt noises yep. um okay. what i i see um so you've catch. now seen everyone basically deploy okay. catch catch can you give you can climb your cat you have night, night vision right you can those are cat things. Can you get, help me up here? Yeah, I can do all that. I can also run really, really fast. What do you need I know, me to do? Uh, well, I was hoping maybe you could help me look for clues up here of where this person went because we. I don't know what direction to send you in, even though I know you're really fast. So okay. if so we I'll could climb track up. him first. Sure, yeah. I'll climb up to where you are. Wait, no, wait, you do understand I'm a cat. I'm not a dog, right? I can't sniff. <laughs> I, I just scent. need, okay, I'll tell you what to look for. You just look for it. As you as you get up there also, uh, you can see from like the alley over where you heard uh, Dent. You hear? <laughs> They're ready for you. Ressa, please keep the cats off the roof while we look for any clues. I'll do my best. The cats just get trampling all the clues. They're going to steal the clues. My hope is that uh, my assistance of coaching Catch what to look for would give Catch advantage on a survival check to track this person. I'll give a bonus. um, Or lower the DC. Uh, Catch, go ahead and give me a survival roll. Wisdom is not Catch's like cup of tea, man. Seven. Advantage would have been great, like the help action grants. <laughs> Damn, Elise! <laughs> I'm going she to. Is can spicy I? Today. Spicy. Minnow is upset. Uh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> adore you, Galway, and your ruling is perfect. <laughs> I, I also have an inspiration left. I, could I was going to say, I, do I want to spend? inspiration is this my... is this important enough to you for me to spend an inspiration can i spend my inspiration on it for you because i feel like it's important enough for minnow to spend hers it, but i you can sorry it also occurred to me that i should um clarify one way i did that ruling the help action is an action in combat that grants advantage because you spend your round doing it uh i normally rule out of combat it's a bonus and it's a flat bonus, but or frankly, I just lower the DC. But um, it's not the fair. advantage. Swing. It is fair. You are, that is because totally otherwise, frankly, why would any of you ever not have advantage? You should just be helping each other continually. Always. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so then I would like to um, spend my inspiration. Absolutely. To For what? Reroll. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! It's the cursed die. 
you don't have to use that one yikes uh uh catch you may also use advantage or not advantage you may use uh inspiration if you have it and wish to it's up to you I, how much worse can it get right let's go for it but well we've seen how much worse it can get yes, we've hit the bottom now let's try this bitch again Ooh. 14. Hey, so much better. That Double is much, 14. much better. Double 14. <laughs> I, assume, I assume that you'd like to take the 14, not the fumble three. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think that would, so that would be best. You, you, you get up there and you're still kind of like... Nah, nah. You hear the cats starting to mew in the alley and are dreading the uh, upcoming attack. Um, they hadn't quite sniffed out where you were and it was a nice ability to get to sleep for once. Um... And so you, you see Minnow, and Minnow sort of uh, points out to you, and you like you can very much see the footfalls, uh, and then you can see the, the the twist of where they were digging in almost to do that flip. And then you uh, you you go over and you look on the other side, based on where Minnow describes, and you look around, and you look around some more. And it makes no sense, but the only conclusion that you can come to is that they never landed from the flip. Okay, so then immediately I'm just going to look up. <laughs> it's a good instinct, though you don't see anything other than uh, Finch circling. Okay, I'm just going to keep looking up until Minnow says something. Did they... do you think they're flying? Well, I don't think they landed. Upon hearing that, would, like, Minnow... Or catch, do like an arcana check or something. I've been wanting to do something, like wait until my turn too to do something with this. And I was going to roll back over to you, I would say, because you've been making your way over the rooftops. Can I cast, using my Fearbulg magic, can I cast Detect Magic? To see if I can notice this person, if they have magical things or, yeah. So I want to use Fearbulg magic to Detect Magic. Just double checking something. Okay. Also, just a heads up, I do not I also do not have night vision, which is why I died before. So just to keep in mind that I can only barely see by the dim moonlight. But I can see detect magic shimmers. But sh- but stuff should be glowing if it's magical. Uh behind <laughs> you you can see uh Minnow's uh weapon glowing. Uh you can see in the alleyway dent shimmering vaguely. Um the chest bling is quite bright. Um, now, uh, Ressa, as always, is essentially glowing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't see any traces of anyone that isn't like your friends. Unless they don't, and I call back, unless they don't have anything magical, I don't think they're here anymore. Okay. Thank you for looking. I, I will just like hold up the locket and kind of 
crumple it in my fist. I'm not like literally crumple, but like the chain and the and the thing into like a ball of my <laughs> you're fist. You're like and, crushing and like, it now. Crushing it, no, but like crumple the like you know gathered up in my hand and like cr- like holding it very tightly, like white knuckling it, um, and just kind of like muttering to myself. I think Ketch would be close mm-hmm. enough to hear, just like fucking idiot and it's it it seems very directed at herself minnow is very mad at herself and um just will make her way down into the to rejoin the group okay catch is still slightly looking up but when i hear you talking i'll be like oh oh we're going down now okay that's that's cool thank thanks for helping catch thanks for looking i i <laughs> you can stop you can stop looking <laughs> um and i'll i'll bring finch back down to me as well and just um like have finch kind of like perched on the same hand that's clutching the locket and just like very anxiety style like just stroking my bird just <laughs> which... <laughs> oh, yeah, Listen, so, so you probably would all think to reconvene over this way your bird is now molting probably <laughs> Did Dellen hear like any of the party like vacate the tattooed turtle or is Dellen still asleep? He's still asleep. Okay. We needed him to get his beauty rest. It's important. Um, if everybody's is, I mean, is the common room like open for us to sit in or have they like Yeah, no, it's, it was okay. still open. Dent was in there. So he, basically mm-hmm. um V10 had agreed that yeah, just you know, don't try to grab anything from the kitchen. And don't make a mess of the place, but like Dent was welcome to sit there. So we walk in, and there's just all tables are upturned, and Dent is just like <laughs> fucked with everything. Chilling. No, but there is a bowl of pineapple. <laughs> always, of course, always perpetually following us. Ghostly <clears throat> pineapples floating. and cats. <laughs> so Minnow, what happened? Um, and I will send Finch off my hand and slam the locket on the counter and say, this fucking happened. Ooh. Um, and yeah. just, like, sit down really heavy. Is is that your locket? Somebody came and attacked you and gave you something? That seems out. Were you wanting us to find them to thank them? Nero, yeah, as always, jewelry? you're... The power of your deduction skills astounds me. Um, is the is there a bartender? Is there like No, this is, is not is, an all is, night bar. <laughs> no, it's Um can I just reach over the bar and grab a bottle of something and You certainly can. Alright, I'm gonna pour myself a drink of whatever I f- put my hand on and I will put uh the bottle back with a piece of gold next to it. Okay. For some reason, I um, thought you were going to say in it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and whatever I like whiskey, whatever it is, I grabbed, like I poured myself a nice fucking pour. Um, Minnow's unhappy um, and coping well, apparently I'm just straight to alcohol. Um, <laughs> uh, she will down like a big gulp of it. Um, I told you about this didn't i um when we before we fought after we fought the will-o'-wisps you did yeah you mentioned that you had a locket but is why here and now i wish i knew they were outside the room they knew where we were they were outside my window taunting me with it 
I don't think I was supposed to get it back. I mean, who who even knows? I don't know if they know that I got it back because I think I was pretty careful with it. But <clears throat> having the locket back is a small piece of mind compared to whoever these people are and whatever it is they want, it's not about this. And I like pick up the locket and kind of dangle it. And it's like jumping around. Like she clearly hates this thing a lot, <laughs> tosses it back on the counter. It's about, I mean, like they, did they bow to me? I, it looked like maybe they bowed to me before they fucking disappeared into thin air. And she slams back the rest of the whiskey. They sound like a pretty cocky asshole to me. Yeah, yeah I would have asshole seen, who once threatened my fucking spouse. I would have seen whether or not that person bowed because I was watching at that point. Can I? Yeah, you could confirm. It looks very much attitude? like a and thank you and away. It was sort of the and a good night. I said good night, sir. I said good night. So, okay, so you'll have to. You're going to have to slow it down just a little bit. Wow. Still kind of tired. And apparently they're flying bad guys. <laughs> what exactly is the deal with the locket? Okay, so once upon a time. Oh, story time. Story time for Nero. Caligula... Everybody sit down and listen. Um, Minnow is a little children. tipsy. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a lot of whiskey to down in a single fucking sitting. Um, At, like after not, midnight, too. Yeah, so you haven't yeah. eaten for a bit. Yeah. No, not fully sober. Also, not a big drinker. This is not Minnow's, like, this is not, yeah, this is <clears throat> very unhealthy for her. <laughs> D- Dent is beyond giddy, though, that he's getting a story from Minnow. Like, this is... This is great for, well, he thinks it's great. Yeah, so uh, just as a quick, like, Galway, please feel free to step in and, and help me with details because we talked, not wrote this down. We talked about this a long-ass time ago. And some of us have ADHD and audio processing and memory, short-term memories problems, and that would be me. So I'm going to do my best with what we decided, and you can be like, oh, wait, that wasn't it. Um, okay, so once upon a time, Minnow was a fucking moron and decided to get herself involved in organized crime, which I think you knew. And this locket came from pretty much my last job because I thought it was a simple thing. I thought it was the usual racket well within my skill set, and it fucking wasn't. And things went sideways and... I ended up with this fucking locket and it's basically it's it's essentially I mean to use an anachronism it's a smoking gun like people could fucking connect me to what happened there and that night if they found this they could connect Arden to it Arden being Minnow's spouse um <clears throat> there's no safe way to pawn it there's no safe way to get rid of it I should have just fucking buried the thing in a ditch somewhere. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking keeping it all these years. Couldn't you just take it to a smith to have it melted down? Or we have one with us here 
I, you could make it into something else if you wanted to. She could make it into like a neat clasp that yeah. Finch could wear. Or... That sounds so nice. I will toss or it to arrow. Teresa. Um, <clears throat> I'm not convinced that melting it down is going to be as simple as Does it, it look sounds. magic with my detect magic up? Oh, hello. <laughs> That's that is no. what you get back. Um, <laughs> it barks at me. Uh, it does look slightly magical. What type Ooh. of magic or what school of magic? Uh, illusion. There. I'm like, I. Sorry. Every, with the schools of magic, it's like, okay, one person will call okay. it illusion, I one will I be don't deception. Know what the different schools are. So I asked, and I was like, somebody else will get information from this information, and it's not me. But it'll well, it's be like, you know, like, I mean, Miley, at least it's like interesting <clears throat> illusion magic. Huh? Yeah, exactly. I never <laughs> played magic. Nerd shit, over here so. like, <laughs> um, so I would tell. I would tell Minnow. Uh, so it definitely looks like it has illusion magic on it. I don't know if that means it's disguising something. I'm not very magical. I can cast identify on it. And then, uh... Please. Oh, that's uh, I, smart. Uh, I, I've been really wanting to to put Ed to the test. And he's like really good with magic. Is that um, the bomb sure in your buddy. head? Yes, I think. Um, I wrote down that I thought that you had a bomb in your head because you called him the bomb. Oh, he is the bomb. He's, and he's so the now bomb. Nero thinks he's a bomb in your head. See, I thought now you just said mom. I have the mom <laughs> in my head. <laughs> that would be me. No. Yeah. I, I also must reaffirm again, buddy, that I am not a bomb. Do not know what your meat space friend is talking about. Yeah, that, that's a, a turn of phrase, uh, Ed. Thanks, though. Um, hey, so my friend here has this locket, and we've determined it's some kind of illusion magic. Uh, any chance you might be able to help us? you know, piece together a, a bit of this very locket-shaped puzzle. And as I say that, I will go ahead and... Uh, well, I can't roll an Arcana check with the plus seven. It would just be plus two for me. So we have to you add roll five. roll a d20. I have to add, add five to this. roll d20, and then he could just add seven. Okay. Oh, add five to an 18. 23. Yeah. Why has that roll not appeared... Uh, it's in chat for me. It says at 18. And, uh, Hasn't appeared for me either. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to believe us. you, but I'm just... Right. It was it was so weird to be like, add 5 to an 18. And I'm like, why oh, that number in particular? Yeah. It's an 18. Okay, yeah. Uh, twenty. Uh, so 23. Um, so yeah, Ed will be like, oh, sure thing, buddy. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of weird there. It doesn't look like it's the object itself that's magical, so to speak, but uh, there is some magic on it. Don't really recognize it, though. And I'm sure it looks fetching on whoever it is. Who's ever it is. <laughs> Anything right, else so I can I'll... help you with? Uh, yeah, basically, I'm sorry. It wasn't as uh, insightful as I was 
necessarily uh, hoping for, but he confirmed uh, Nero's suspicions. They weren't really suspicions because I can actually see magic. It's part of a racial trait. But I was fair enough. I was also like told that it looks act. fetching. Um, I have a on question. Minnow. What I is... also did have that suspicion, so it did confirm that one. When I open the locket, what is inside it? Uh, what was inside it was a small, uh, just sort of engraved. And this is where you can tell we talked about it, instead of writing this down. It's essentially just like a a romantic sentiment or something that was written between okay. the two. And that's part of what identified it, along with the fact that it's, while not incredibly uh, expensive, as you could see at Ressa, it's very, um, it's unique craftsmanship. So that, like, it would stand out as a, oh, that is very definitely, this isn't just a sort of off-the-shelf knickknack or anything. Would I have any insight into the craftsperson that made it? You would know that probably, like, the school of crafting. You couldn't be sure exactly how old it is, but it's a it's a crafter here in Tormenrael. Like, a shop okay. that would be um, that style. Ed did it's say open, that it was a any... very... Oh, sorry. Okay. When it's open, is there any change in the magic that you can see, Nero? When it's open? Sorry. <laughs> Just suddenly Rachel <laughs> face right there. Um, uh, no, it does not appear to affect the magic. Okay. And when it, when it's open, no. Minnow just glances. It's still the same inscription. There's no change to what's inside the Correct. locket, Looks right? just like it always has. Okay. Um, <laughs> then Minnow is going to ignore uh, the proceedings and pour herself another drink from that bottle. So Ressa said she could identify. identify it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Ed ritual. did say that it's a very strange illusory magic that uh, he wasn't quite able to make out, but he seemed pretty confident that it was very odd. While this is going on, Minnow is going to catch... Uh, catch his eyes and just shake the bottle at him like oh yeah catch <laughs> right a drink you're gonna, over. you're gonna make what the is... bottle wiggle yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a second gold back with the bottle this time <laughs> very good how expensive are your drinks that like one sip of, or one glass of whiskey has the gold Listen, Ooh, I've I'm bought being... expensive bottles of whiskey in my life. <laughs> I haven't, I, so I, I have, have no, no fucking basis. idea what I'm. But I feel bad for just like going no, behind. No, that's the, fair. I was just being back, like yeah. So, I'm glad that um, you're paying them. I'm paying extra for my, so, but yeah, Minnow doesn't care. So yeah, she'll pour a nice a nice drink for Catch and slide it to Catch. Interesting. I was looking up. So yeah, you you cast identify. Um, I, I was looking up the identify spell uh, to see how it phrased a couple of things. You know that the item was not created by magic. It is mon- it was mundanely crafted. You know that it is not precisely a magic item, like in the sense of like the the cat's meow ring where you could use it and there's abilities and there's an effect. You know that there is magic affecting it. And the way that this, just as a note, you learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. I'm trying to read the spirit of that rule. The item has begun to be affected by a spell, but the spell has not completed. Ooh. Um, it 
that's why like ed has apparently referenced that the magic is kind of faint and weird that makes sense to you because it feels like half a spell has been put on this and it's sticking around which like you you don't know a way that you could you know cast alter appearance halfway and have it just stay up but that seems to be what's happening right now hmm can Mm. she see what the spell is or not no, she also knows that it's, uh, she knows that it's illusion magic, but because of its sort of incompleteness, she's not sure what it is. Do you say that to us? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, somewhat drunkenly, Mino will hold her hand out for the locket. I'll give it back. She puts it on. Any change? Does wearing the locket activate something? Not apparently. You look fetching. <laughs> she like very like a, a very like nasty kind of laugh like not nasty directed at Dent but more at herself she takes it off and slides it back to Ressa so I just wanted to give you some pointers on your storytelling because there wasn't really a whole lot of details With generally you like drink. to flesh out the things that happen Feet go up on the bar and kind and of just, just said like, please by all means tell me about my storytelling Nero <laughs> I I will you said things went sideways but I mm-hmm. feel like you could really draw that out like was there oh yeah you want me to tell you about the specifics of the worst night of my life is that what you want me you want me to go ahead and explain in detail about all the things that went wrong and that changed my life for the worst and that fucked everything you know what good night and she just like sets the bar on the counter and kind of stumbles a bit to the stairs and goes back to her room nero does not understand why you're mad legitimately he was like yeah i would love for you to tell me the details of the worst night of your life i feel like that would bring us together as people she's pretty frustrated at me no i think she's frustrated with not having found the person and not understanding what's happening here who that person is i actually think she just might have had a little too much whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Nero's gonna just... Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say really quickly, I'm just gonna... uh, I... Nero feels bad and just, like, since Ressa said that she's very upset that she didn't find the person, Nero's gonna go outside for a while and just try and find tracks again. Use detect magic, maybe do survival checks or something. Just try and he'll be lighting up his like lighting up his hands a bit and mm-hmm. uh, uh, trying to make it so he can see. And he's going to spend some time trying to see, like maybe go up on the rooftops, even see if he like where the guy was supposedly standing and see if he could see any tracks or anything like that. Because he just he feels really sure. like yeah. uh just as an and we'll we'll play this out over time but uh give me two survival rolls and a perception roll um and then so you've headed out to do that would the other three of you like to do anything else or is the uh party I would say over? I would follow along probably Uh-oh. just so oh. he's not alone <gasps> oh well oh one of God. my survival rolls is great jinxed it and then I've gotten two nat ones for a survival and for a perception. Oh no. Okay. 
We'll uh, deal with that in a second. What is happening? It's all gone. It's all gone wrong. I used at least. The good at least took it all at the beginning. I, I, I mean, so, took it all. So, so catch and dent. What would you uh, get up to? So, while we're kind of just letting Minnow, uh, you know, sober up or sleep or whatever, um, Dent would say, all right, well, obviously I'm not going back to bed, um, but if if I hear or see anything, of course I'll let you guys know, but the way I view it at this point is we have two, you know, possible things we can do. We can stay here and wait for this guy to show up again, or we can just press onward and try to figure out what's happening with Minnow and the locket and this other person, uh, when we really have the time, uh, I feel like, I feel like we don't we don't want to get too sidetracked right now, um, when we already have quite the building laundry list of things that we need to be doing here in Tormen Ryle. But you all still probably need to finish your long rest. Coming from Dent, telling us not to get sidetracked. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ed is like doing but you see, some But good. see, really, really, if if this all works out, then it puts dent on the water. And so- oh, yeah. So it's not unselfish. So, yeah. So, so, so basically, it, he's he, he's arguing for a position where he gets to a fishing village faster. Well, Edge definitely is not going to let Nero just kind of like go out all by himself. So I will finish the drink that uh, Minnow graciously poured me, and then I will step outside just to kind of see what Nero is doing. I feel like the party is now like, okay, can we mitigate the two fumbles that we know are somewhere in the offing? Um, very good. So, uh, you, uh, hmm? what I, what I would just say is I would probably stand guard uh, near Minnow's room. So yeah, you could actually sort of get up at the top of the staircase, and it's between all of your rooms there, and that that would be a good place to keep watch. Cool. So that's what you're doing. Um, Nero, you you go out, uh, and you think you found some tracks for a second, and you kind of uh, are following them along, um, and then you essentially bump into a porter. Uh, like, there's just someone moving a barrow of stuff whose tracks you were following. Um <laughs> Uh, did and, and, you take? Did you give the locket to Minnow? Uh, n- no. Nero, is that insight you? check? Oh, is it somebody I know? <laughs> of course. Why are you out wandering? It's it's very late. Somebody was jumping rooftops and antagonizing my friend. Oh. Have you seen anybody, Steve? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you and, uh, your, your two friends, I think, coming up behind you. Uh, and, uh, that, that's about it. A couple of guard patrols. Thanks. Say hi to the kids. I, sure. Kids. 
sort of goes back to pushing the barrow. Um, and yeah, that, that <laughs> we we will count the uh, following a person who was like only like fifteen feet in front of you for quite a while, and then literally bumping into them as your fumbles. Um, Y'all aren't Accurate. finding anything. Uh, Minnow, you sort of stomp, you've stomped your way back up to the room. You sort of push the door open, slam it closed behind you, oh. flop onto the bed. You know, you're not even like bothering to sort of take your cloak off or anything. As your head hits the pillow, you're crinkle. <sighs> She's so mad. She's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is Ressa's following, right? Like, it's a it's a fairly... I think Minnow just... She knows perfectly well what's happened, and she's just going to lay there for a minute looking at the ceiling, just like... <sighs> like, just deep breathing, trying... And, like, yeah, is not going to look at that yet. Okay. Ressa was helping... Uh, was not allowing Nero to go alone, I believe. Right. But oh, okay. If the others were also following, I probably would have turned around then and gone back. Yeah. To, so you, you you get into so the room. You, we'll say you get into the room. Perhaps the deep breathing has stopped, but like Minnow is very much in a I'm not sleeping posture. I am looking straight <laughs> at the ceiling. Yeah, stiff as a board, staring at the ceiling, just at her face so angry. Um, mm. she without looking, she'll just be like, Ressa, there's a fucking note on my pillow. And I need you to look at it because I can't. <laughs> I will look at it. Um, so I'll go yeah. over and take the note. Like... <laughs> She'll look her head a little, <laughs> a little drunken, like too far, and then fall back. Uh, and there is a a pillow note now in your journal, Ressa. Okay. A pillow note. Ooh. Is it like a dear John letter? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Reno's actually married. It could be. It's, it's, a, it's a dear Steve letter. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, would you like me to read it to you or to paraphrase it to you? Uh, read it. How about I paraphrase read the part of it? Read it. Read it. Minnow being the one in the room will say... <laughs> Yeah, no, this isn't Nero, this is Rachel. <laughs> Par paraphrase. Okay. Um, there are some congratulations, I believe, on getting the lock back. Um, be careful. Lots of people are looking at you. Um, they'll, they say they'll be speaking with you soon, but that we should go ahead and uh, go to the island, attend to our errand there. Um we are also told to look for the sign of the drum and bell. And drum, drum and bell. That's got that's the fucking silent people because they make things that should make noise and they don't make noise, right? Nope. It certainly Drunk could be. I and, will fucking uh, kill these people. Is this how they think that they're gonna get me to help them? This is what the do they are they just recruiting us like everybody else is recruiting wow. us? I the love Trump Minnow. <laughs> no. The last bit does say that there might be something useful when we find where we find the sign of the drum and bell. So Yeah, something useful like a person to fucking stab with my sword. That would be very useful for your anger. 
<laughs> Nero's voice in the back of your head just says, would it? God, now I'm picturing Nero. Minnow drunkenly hallucinating Nero. I'm drunk Minnow hallucinating Nero. Oh, God. <laughs> do you still have the locket? I do. And you know what I would like to do? I would like to create a double of it. Um, if if you're thinking that people might want to, if they're going to come and get it back, or I don't I can think give you a double. Was ever about the, wouldn't the double just still get me and Arden in trouble if it looks the same? Probably, but I mean, I was thinking if they were, if, if you were thinking they were going to come and get it back, but, you know, if you don't think it's in play anymore, then I, I wouldn't. I think that it's still dangerous, but I think having two of them is just more chances for it to fall into the wrong hands, right? Yeah. Um, even a counterfeit version of it could get me thrown in jail. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think we should just. Can I? Um, she'll, can I? She'll take the locket and. <laughs> I know she is drunk, but she would like to do an investigation on it to see if she can, like, activate something. Like, now that she knows there's magic on it, is there, like, a little hidden button to push or something sure. like that? It's like, yeah, just sit there and fiddle with it until... Damn! Oh. <laughs> this is like Sam Regal style of like, now that my character is drunk, I know kung fu. Oh, <laughs> I just get double fails and you just go. Right? I just, I've absorbed no. all of the luck for the night. All I know is catch and Nero better look up and see light shine out of the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, ridiculous. Okay, that is a good for you. Double crit for investigation by the very drunk minnow who I was like, <laughs> does this justify disadvantage? It's, it's because You're like, yeah, it's... is there a disadvantage? <laughs> yes, there is. Oh look, it's oh, still no. a great <laughs> it's because her vision is doubling that she like notices like <laughs> she couldn't so, find it before because she wasn't drunk when she tried. You're, you're you looking go. through this and you're 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 looking through. <laughs> because her eyes won't focus on it. And she's like. <laughs> you're drunk enough that you're almost having to investigate this thing from memory. Because you looked at this a lot, trying to figure out, was there anything special about this? So you've, you've spent a lot of time investigating this thing. And because of that, you notice a small marring on the surface that wasn't there before. Like. You would almost maybe think it was part of the pattern if you were just looking at it, but because you're so only thinking about how it used to look and feel, etc., you zero in on it. Before um, you tell me anything about it, I just want to say that she would immediately be like, Ressa, you, you scratched it. You I <laughs> nope, did not. <laughs> oh, okay. I just okay, want to say... Well, no. never mind. No. Sam! <laughs> Sam! You've already said it. <laughs> I did, uh, but I didn't do it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
ahead. <laughs> Minnow has 2020 vision, everyone. Ah. Ah. Wow. <laughs> okay, is there anything else I notice about this now that I know that? Um... That is, that's about all that you can get from it. You could communicate that that is there, and perhaps if you're more, you will, let me put it this way, you will remember where that is when you're more sober and there's more light. <laughs> okay, um, I would uh, hand it back to Ressa and say and then i think that that scratch is new and then just face first into my pillow (laughs) (laughs) and would i be able to tell anything about the scratch if it was deliberate so you you kind of like leave minnow who is now like face down snoring on her pillow um and you sort of go back over to your side of the room uh, and like look at it slightly in the light uh, from the window, even though it's not a lot, and you maybe even like light a, a small lantern or something and just look for a minute. Um, and it takes you a minute, and actually, you have to sort of get out some of your jeweler's supplies. Um, it is an immensely finely carved rune. Mm. Um, and as you look at it, it's uh, it's a a dwarvish rune uh, for um, its meanings like to hide or to secret or to um, something like something like that and as you now sort of investigate it you kind of wonder if this is causing a slight concentration in the magic that maybe Mm -hmm. this is the source of it and that now makes almost a little more sense to you because just looking at the magical effect it was weird as hell to have a spell be halfway done right but uh but it makes a lot of sense if it's dwarvish runic magic it's not all the way all the runes aren't there so it doesn't have a full effect yet okay and would i know what spell that rune is part of so I'd be able to make a Ha! And yes, we are getting close to a break. I realized that I just context free answered you in the Discord. I'm probably confused everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope. Arcana. Eighteen. Um. You don't. That is not super surprising to you because this isn't a type of magic that you especially focus on. Um, it would make sense that it's something to do with illusion magic, hiding, secreting okay. something. Um, but it does give you, I would say, it gives you a point that you could begin researching. Certainly. Cool. You would you would know how to look something like this up. Okay. Um, and I would say with that, uh, any searches going on outside are probably unsuccessful. Uh, Dent is sort of keeping watch. Ressa, you probably with that jot down some notes and maybe even head to bed. Minnow is all the way fucking asleep. Um, <laughs> slash just bad unconscious. I'm not sure if sleep is the right word. Minnow yeah, is unconscious. unconscious and bad dreams. Uh, yes. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, the rest of the night will pass uneventfully, and let's take a quick break here. Um, maybe take. Rachel, did you have something? 
No, I was just making an excited face. And oh, okay. I just saw like you were like I a... want to talk face. And, well, uh... that's Nero's I want to talk face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's take like a 10-minute break. Uh, we'll come back at 9 p.m. Mountain. Uh, but yeah, everybody get up, stretch your legs, maybe grab a snack. That's what I'm going to go do. And Manage we will be fluids. back in just a little bit. <laughs> Yay! Pineapples. <laughs> No. Hello, everyone. There we go. Because, see, I, I get distracted and I realize what this get is. get my pineapples? I, no. Ah. <laughs> oh. I, I said it so I can talk to you all while we're on breaks so that I'm not on push to talk on Discord. And then I just get used to not pushing to talk, but I'm still on push to talk on uh, Streamlabs. Which is why the intro required two passes. Um, and Lena just is shouting pineapples repeatedly pineapples. in the chat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in the first half, uh, the group reviewed what had happened. Uh, Minnow tried to deal with a visitor. Uh, it went... And her feelings. And her feelings. <laughs> it went... Both went badly. <laughs> It went better if you went if you were just focused on dealing with the visitor. When you throw the feelings in, eh, it was a bit of a rough encounter. Um, the highest challenge rating of all is our feelings. And Rachel's gone, and Rachel's back. <laughs> Rachel um, had pretzels stuck in her teeth and didn't think you wanted to actively watch her pick them out. So Rachel's correct. And appreciate. Yeah. Um, Got you guys all in mind. It's good. While you were picking the pretzel out of your um, However, Minnow was able to reobtain the locket that had been stolen from her house uh, at this point several weeks previously. Um, and the group... is that with time fuckery, or is that not including time fuckery? And a... the time fuckery like adds a, a week, so <laughs> okay. maybe. Um. Speaking of things we were kind of vague on when we were talking about exact timeline of when Arden noticed someone was in your house. So hand waving. It's fine. Um, it was before everyone disappeared from Amber Heart. But uh, the group uh, proceeded to, well, Minnow drunkenly headed back to bed. Uh, Nero, uh, in an attempt to be helpful, headed back out to the streets. Didn't go great. Uh, Ressa, in an attempt to be helpful, first went to help Nero, then diverted to go try to help Minnow, uh, where she discovered Minnow had laid down on a note that was on her pillow. <laughs> um, she paraphrased the contents of that note. Uh, to Minnow, who did not desire any more details, and this fury combined with the, like, eight fingers of whiskey that <laughs> Minnow had just put down in the space of, like, <laughs> she the, said yeah. big glass twice. Yeah, I, yes, I would say that the first pour was easily a four-finger pour. I think the second one, I'm, well, Bad decision making with that much alcohol in you. It I was going to say that's pour. after four fingers. So you I mean, went the for second two, one got you poured three. for catch as well. So you definitely poured catch. I use a lot of that liquor bottle and will definitely consider leaving an extra gold in the morning. <laughs> um. So I'm sorry, I'm looking at uh, Twitch chat, which is often a mistake in our Twitch streams if you're abort, trying to maintain abort, abort. content <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> 
in the sort of combination of fury and inebriation, uh, Minnow proceeded to investigate this locket that she'd looked at dozens of times before, but never like this. Or exactly like this, or something she doesn't know she's drunk. Fuck you all. Um, and proceeded to double crit in order to find that there was a small rune actually now etched on it. She didn't actually find that. She just thought that Ressa had scratched the locket. Um, but accepted when Ressa told her that she had in fact not scratched the locket and that Minnow was drunk. Uh, she passed out I giving think the locket was back. Asleep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she passed out, giving the locket back to Ressa, who investigated and discovered that there was, in fact, a small dwarvish rune uh, for the words, like, for the word hidden or secret, something in that meaning runes on their own sort of have a, a network of meanings that they could be, and that this seemed like runic magic, but it wasn't complete. Um, but this gives her a lead as to what the hell was going on with the, ma- with the locket, which was slightly magical in a way that was a little bit surprising to everybody. Uh, the group then got their long rest in. Uh, so you have recovered any spent spell slots, any missing HP, uh, half of your hit dice rounded up, though I don't think you've spent any hit dice. Um, so you have all of those good benefits, and it is now the morning. Today... You know, at some point, though the time was not specified, uh, Inahani, uh, leader of the Pineapples, is going to be uh, coming and speaking with you again, at the very least, to give you the map of smugglers' tunnels um, that she had promised you. And you also might be hoping for an update from Berdir, the Lizardfolk merchant, uh, who had promised you a ship, if that was what you needed, because you thought that the answer to where his daughter might be might have to be tied to moon tree island uh but yeah it is the morning you are in your rooms um nero as you wake up you sort of stretch and look over uh where catch is lying in bed it's basically just a pile of cats uh and you can see that the window (laughs) is slightly open shit Whoa, that looks really comfortable. <laughs> Catch. Catch. Mm-hmm. All right, cats. I'm going to totally try and talk to the cats in, in my speech of beast and leaf. And I'm going to be like, right, cats. I think that we need to leave now. It's time to move. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. They just sort of hunker down the way that cats do if you, like, they know you're coming to pick them up from something they want. There's just like... Okay, I'm gonna look at the one that's over Ketch's mouth and I'm gonna say to it, I'm gonna pick you up now. And I just reach down. (laughs) You don't scare me, cat. (laughs) I swear to God, if that cat claws my face. Oh, it will. (laughs) And I pick it up. As you do, it sort of latches on to uh, the back of Ketch's, like, ears and, like, chin. Just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ketch? Ketch, do you, do you need help? Should I light a fire? Is that how you get rid of a cat? Okay, so I know that we I know that we talked about Nero got more comfortable with fire. That might be a little far. Not them on fire, just maybe like just casual arson. Just 
no, I'll just light my hands on fire and it'll be like a Frankenstein situation where they're like, <laughs> and they all go away. Water! Water! Water's not my element. I don't Water. think I can just make that. No. Oh, right. I can... Particularly tasty looking fish. You're not in our bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Did Rachel oh, just freeze for everybody else? <laughs> oh no! Skepticism <laughs> is immortalized. Just We're not in our room. <laughs> uh, um, so we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna play this. Um, there is a jug of water by the bed. And then you open. do hear muffled commotion uh, coming from uh, Nero and Ketch's room. And as you kind of like push open the door, trying to make sure you're just in time to see Nero toss a jug of water sort of at Ketch's <laughs> bed, followed by the explosion of cats in every direction. <laughs> and I would assume a lot of swearing from Ketch, who's just getting scrapped all to hell. <laughs> and we're just going to assume that Nero is following along with the rest of you as you all proceed to make decisions as a group until Rachel comes back. Uh, I think Rachel just messaged us. I did. Sorry. I was oh. asking if she, I was going to see if she would send a a message and an update. Yeah. <clears throat> I you know <laughs> this face says it all. I think <laughs> I just love that like blurry face of. I took a screenshot. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank nice. you. I, I, will, I will be making a, a new emote in the Discord out of this. Um, oh, there she goes. Does. Like, you know, I guess Dent, you know, would head back down into the, you know, main, you know, bar area of the tattooed turtle. Inahani isn't by chance they're waiting for us, is are they? Uh Inahani is there. She's not she doesn't appear to be waiting for you. She's waiting tables. Um she's just wandering around like serving people like breakfast. Okay. Does she does she even fucking work there? Or does she just stroll up, grab an apron and a tray, and just be is, like, I that's what I bitch. <laughs> Minnow wants to ask that question of Viton when but I don't know if Minnow's awake yet. I think that Minnow is probably awake because uh, Minnow has been awoken by the sound from down the hall of splash. <laughs> Son of a okay. bitch! <laughs> Do we need to have a talk about this? Um, then with... She's she's just so over everything today. I think Minnow is going to go straight to the, like, find Viton. Is, is Viton there? Yeah, he's, he's uh, behind the bar. And just, like, point it in Hani and be like, what the fuck? We just hired her today. Oh, She was really just, helpful last oh, night. Oh, you just hired her. I left you some fucking money for the whiskey. Was it enough? I'm sorry. Oh, it, it was. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, great. I, I really don't like doing that, and I feel bad that I took it without your permission, so I'm sorry. If you did, it was probably... I heard a bit of commotion, and I figured it's probably justified. Don't worry. Great. You should fire her. She's not trustworthy. <laughs> I run a tavern. 
by the docks in Torment oh, Rail. I mean, because I fence like... items without asking questions. Okay. Trustworthy, maybe not my first Yeah, hiring. but this is Proceed. like, oh, it's just. Uh, okay. I don't. I mean, she's not sticking around. I you you have to understand. This is not a permanent solution for your labor problems. <laughs> what is? <laughs> what is? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe I'll just move here and start another new life as a barmaid. Why the fuck not? I could do that. I feel like there's context I'm missing for this conversation, so I'm going to go back to getting some breakfast ready for people, but you Great. have a good day, Minnow. Bye, Viton. <laughs> would I, would I, I just want to say I really like Viton's voice. <laughs> nice. Would Ressa know if re lesser restoration would heal a hangover? That's so sweet. I, can, I would argue that it's a poisoned effect. Yeah, actually, no. I, I would argue that, yeah, this is essentially uh, the lingering effect of a poison, and it's not like a deadly immediate condition in the way that, like, you might require a greater restoration. So, yeah, I would say that uh, in your experience, lesser restoration at least helps mitigate the effects. I will cast that on Minnow. You feel much better, Minnow. Oh, thank you, Ressa. Wow, that is better than <laughs> pineapples or yeah. greasy food or hair of the dog. I figured has, you needed it. Has Dellen awoke yet? Yeah, he's uh, come downstairs with the rest of you. Hey, hey, Dellen. Um, why? why is she still here? circling behind you. Yeah, um, apparently she works here now. It's a bit of a, a bit of a massive drop to go from where she was to this, but you know, who knows? Um, do you happen to know anything about dwarven runes? Uh, something? Uh, not especially my particular field of expertise, but... Mm. I... I imagine on, you know, your, uh, you know, on Moon Tree Isle, you would probably uh, have some in your, uh, you know, your place's library or something, right? Uh, yes, my... My friend who specializes in uh, enchantments and artifacts uh, probably has a collection on them. The dwarves often use runes to imbue items with magic. Okay. Gonna uh, put that on a note and stick it in my back pocket. <laughs> <clears throat> um, you don't. Ressa, can pockets. I see that note now? Sure. And I will hand it over to her. And then you could ask Ed about Dwarven runes. See if he knows anything. It's now in your journal. Um, 
Jesus Christ. Odd text. Oh, is this the the code? Okay. Yeah. Okay, the thing yeah. in my journal was, sorry, it was, was the note from last night, the pillow note. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, hey, hey, Ed, so turns out um, that there was a dwarven rune inscribed onto that locket. Um, uh, anything we might be able to glean from that? Processing, buddy. Processing. And I could draw it out larger if you needed to see it. I seem to be having a little bit of trouble accessing some of my memory storage, buddy. But what I can get back is that dwarves often used runes to inscribe them onto objects, granting them magical properties. However, it's very important the exact order and implementation of these runes. Otherwise, the magic can go catastrophically wrong. Would you like to see memory replays of incidents where it went horrifically wrong? Yes. yes. Visions of just like <laughs> buildings on fire and snowing inside a building begin filling your head. So I was present for this? Uh no, these are coming from my memory collectives, buddy. Okay. Uh good to know. Um, we'll be careful. I would recommend it or stay safely behind the meat bodies. Got it. Um, do we have any uh, updates from Restarting internet Rachel? was the last thing we heard from Rachel. Okay. Um, uh, do we do we wanna speak to Inahani in private? I'm I sure don't say that to Dellen. <laughs> make her way to us when she's ready. When she sort of she catches your eye, flashes a smile at you and nods towards like a booth in the back corner. She's like, be right with you. Happily goes over, like pops a plate. Paper. Great. <laughs> Minnow goes over and sits in the booth. Very unhappily. Uh, Den um, warns Dellen what's about to happen and uh, makes his way over. Dellen's like, I think I might stay with uh, Nero, who's talking to that person that he seems to think is named Steve. I don't know if that man's name is actually Steve. He seems very confused, but he's moved to the phase of just nodding that I've noticed a lot of people hit with Nero. Um, I <laughs> might find that easier. You know, that's that's probably for the best. Uh, we'll let you know what happens. Um, and then I take a seat across from the table from Reza and Minnow. Catch looks like shit <laughs> he's, he's got scratches on on his cheeks there's like fur like there's some fur missing back here where the one cat dug in and then just like everywhere else is just like I'm covered in water and matted cat hair and I don't look happy but I walk over and I refuse to sit in the booth I grab a chair 
and I do one of those like flip it backwards and I straddle it and I just sit there. Oh, catch. What happened? I'm gonna hold up my hand with that ring and be like, I'm seriously reconsidering some life choices. I can help you with that if you want. You can? I can. I could remove curse. It's a curse? It's <laughs> a curse. I mean, you've done dead? well with it. You gave me a cursed ring? It's not an evil, terrible curse. You've deployed you weapons. Have you ever been almost suffocated by a hundred cats? No, and that that I will admit, yeah, that's that's a little rough. Uh upon hearing that I gave catch a cursed ring, like Den just starts freaking out at the table. Um <laughs> and uh like Oh, oh, oh my gosh uh catch and then like i start like uh checking your temperature which doesn't work at all um what can i do what can i do and then i like grab my sword out of thin air and then just start like <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's okay. What? What? I promise. Okay. What can you do? Do I if get I this to you? If I remove curse, it'll break your attunement to it. And and then and then like no more cats all over me. Then no more cats all over you. And then it's just a ring. I don't think so. I don't think you'd be able to wear it. I would. She be able to wear it? Then? She wouldn't be able to use any of the abilities because those all. Uh, trigger on. I mean, she she'd be able to wear it, but um, right. she wouldn't have any of like the talk to cats, cat messenger, etc. abilities because those are all part of attunement to the ring. If she chose to then attune to it later, would she be able to do that? Uh, you think that the curse is probably going to persist on the item? Your remove curse is more going to make it possible to break free. And we have been joined in chat by connecting to camera. Yes. Just very Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. You just hold on. <laughs> wow, connecting to camera um, has catch, an attitude. I, I will take the ring off and hand it to you. Um maybe um, maybe this is something we could uh give to servant guy after you've removed the curse, of course. Or I mean like can we like You should be able to if you wanted to reattune to it, uh, you could. I, so I, you could turn off and on. I can turn off and on? Well, I can remove the curse, and that will break your attunement to it, so no more cats. But it doesn't take the curse off the ring, so if you chose to use it later... Okay, so... But then you'd have to re-unattune after re Right. This is a lot of tunement that I don't understand. Basically, what I'm getting is you can break the curse so the cats don't smother me in my sleep. But if I keep the ring on my person, are the cats still attracted to it? I. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, 
you would suspect that maybe very minimally, but nowhere near the level that they had been before. Because, like, Ketch noticed the ring, but it wasn't like Ketch immediately jumped on Dent when Dent was holding the ring. Right. Okay. So, yeah, just minimally. They might notice you, but they certainly won't be smothering you in your that would be that would be nice. Okay. Let's do it. Do it. Do I what will you remove do. curse. Okay. Um. So just just so that I'm clear, if like once the remove curse has happened, even without attunement, catch would still be able to use like Mm-mm. speak with cats. Okay. No. So then. Okay. So there's so basically. Rem- so okay. the abilities and the curse come when you attune to the item. The uh, the curse means that you can't deattune to the item voluntarily yeah. the way you normally could, so you can never get rid. You can't get rid of that effect unless something like remove curse happens, which allows you to break the attunement voluntarily as you would have normally be able to. But you also lose the benefits of the ring. I mean, honestly, like the. the the curses seem to outweigh the benefits, like, ten to one. Yeah, I'm fairly certain all I've ever been able to do is talk to a pretty snooty cat. Which I can already do. I just don't know what they say back, but I'm sure it's nice things. <laughs> yeah, I, m- maybe, like, unless someone's goal is death by kitty, um, I, I don't I've really... I tried that. They didn't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, insert obligatory presidential person reference here. Um, yeah, no. We don't go uh, down that road, Sam. Uh, <laughs> why don't we take said ring? And I, I, I seriously think that uh, servant would appreciate this. For his collection. Okay, and that would... so Catch will take. I will take off the ring. I will hand it to Ressa. Ressa does what Ressa does. Are you calling him by a name that he didn't explicitly introduce himself to you as? He's... I I don't have my notes in front of me to tell you. Nicillian. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because also, I, I would have no idea who you were referring to, because I'm pretty sure you didn't tell any of us that that's what his name meant in Aquin. I, I did. <laughs> but did, okay. I thought, no, you found, no, the characters. You found out in the middle of, like, as nighttime happened and we were all asleep. Yeah, and oh, then we got yeah. started on Minnow's. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah I wasn't trying to be a dick. I would just be like, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, well, you, would, you would remember the name Niacillian. Yeah. She knows okay. that Dent is very, very concerned about taking this ring to somebody who would appreciate it. So Ketch will give it to Russa for Russa to do whatever it is Russa's going to do, and then Ketch will give it to Dent and be like, "Don't give me presents anymore." Oh, oh. sorry. No, I'm just joking. Okay. But like seriously, let's no, like, still give like... me presents, but you know, make sure <laughs> they're not terrible. Yeah, like no more curses, dude. No more bad presents. So, uh, Dent is just really confused as to how this ring would have ended up in that space under the the church building and like all that stuff. Churches are weird. 
So as you sit there, um, Nero, Especially I had, while you or Rachel, while you were not here, I had uh, Delin standing with you sort of up by the bar where Nero was eagerly meeting someone uh, that he had named at the very minimum Steve, uh, and uh, that Delin did not want to take part in the conversation with Inahani that was going to occur. Uh, Inahani is just waiting tables. Um, oh, Okay. Vitan hired so her this morning. I'm just hanging out with uh, But you can Delin certainly move over Steve. to the table if you want to and take part in the conversation. I just was trying to cover while you weren't here. That's uh, that's totally fair. And uh, uh, no, I'm fine to, to catch up with Delon a bit. I don't, I don't get to talk to him too often, so you know. You're, you're currently wearing down this uh, uh, sailor who is now named Steve uh, and has three children. Um <laughs> Dellen is relatively sure that his name is not Steve and that he does not have children, uh, but he kind of wa- enjoys so watching this how process. How old are your children? Are they I toddlers or? Sure, toddler. He's like you sort have of like three toddlers. Are they triplets? What would make you happy? For you to tell me about your life, Steve. You seem like a cool fellow. Doesn't he, Dylan? He looks to be almost crying at the moment. <laughs> Perhaps he's overcome with joy about uh, his triplets. Maybe. Did you, did you want to keep talking about your family? I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. He's just going to be... I think I should just be... Uh, he's going to sort of dazedly walk out of the bar. Nice to meet you. Steve... But yeah, uh, over at the table, which uh, Nero is perfectly free to come over and sit down at, um, Inahani's going to come over, put down like a couple of uh, plates with um, sort of broiled broiled fish, um, some slices of like bread and jam, and a plate of pineapple, which she like pointedly puts as far away from Ressa as she can. Um, (laughs) And then is just going to sort of like uh, put down some... uh, basically, you know, uh, flatware, silverware, uh, which is on a piece of paper. Um, Like, napkins aren't really a thing, so... I love notes, (laughs) and I take it. (laughs) I I didn't know that about you. You get so many notes. Should I write you more notes? (laughs) Yeah. I've got... I've been working on my cursive handwriting. I can't wait to see it. You're such a good friend, Minnow. Thanks. Um, so much sarcasm. Do, do you open the the, the note? Uh, no, I think... Well, I, I guess, like, I would kind of want to stealthily, in case it was the the maps like and, i'm not and sure it does this appear is, like, to be enough. a map actually as you oh, okay. open it doesn't have writing it seems to just it seems to like as you just sort of like it, it's sort of quarter folded over if you sort of peel back one flap you can see like uh it seems to be marking like here's a tunnel you can see sort of an opening into a room this looks like yeah. just a pretty standard map of some tunnels okay so like with uh, knowing that that's kind of what i was anticipating it was going to be i don't think minnow would take the time to like openly study or anything in the open because don't want to draw attention to it um but just kind of nod to inahani and and um pocket the maps she'll smile at you brightly and wander away um <laughs> minnow definitely makes that face to her 
and as you as you make that face uh, at Inahani at Inahani's back, uh, you can see the door swings open, um, and a, a, a lizard folk sort of ducks his head under the door frame uh, to come in, and you sort of see him like. <laughs> You're waving, Nero. And you're like, oh, oh. Uh, and he'll walk uh, forward. Um, this is not uh, Berdir. Um, this, oh. this lizard folk is uh, uh, taller and um, more athletically built um, with blue scales. Um, but he'll sort of bow and he's like, my name is Thraus. Uh, you are the one that Berdir spoke to, I believe. I'm Nero. It's nice to meet you, Drouse. Drouse, yes. Uh, the, the pleasure is mine. Um, Berdir has arranged for a ship and a crew. It is ready to leave at any time when you are. He is eager to be underway. Dead is he... out the door. <laughs> where, did, where did the large... The large one is running. What? Why is he, the? Is there danger? He he really likes boats. He's very excited. Is are you or Bor, I almost said Bordier. Are you or Berdier coming with us, or is it? Uh, yes, I. Uh, both of us will be coming with you. Oh, he. Okay. Sure. I didn't know that was in the plan. A distraught father is probably a great idea to have when looking for their missing daughter. That was we might want to discourage I'm not very him. good at it. I, you are welcome to try. Uh, my brother and I attempted to do this, but he was not having any your of it. Brother, that. who's your brother? <laughs> Give me a second. Mino just starts like crying a little bit over there. My brother will be captaining the vessel. Uh, Thimza oh. is his name. Thimza? Is your brother like you? A nice fella? <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Like, what, a lizard uh, folk? Probably. Uh, <laughs> it's not that fucking stupid. Uh, he is, a, he is a, a very pleasant man and a very competent sailor. Great. All right. Well, how about is everybody else? I'm assuming hearing this, so yeah, he's just at the table talking to you all. How about we get ready to head out, and maybe I can catch up with Dent, and then try and eh, try and talk to Berdier to see if I convince him to not come with us. Does that seem good to everybody? Uh, Drouse, can you, uh, you can point me towards the ship. I'm, I, Dent, I guess, just has an innate knowledge of this. I uh, am not sure that this is the case. There are many ships at the docks at the moment. Uh, can you tell me which ship is ours? Uh, yes, uh, the Mimic's Grin. So how about I'll go there and you can lead my friends there behind us. And the, the, the big one? There are many docks. Yes, I understand. I'll, you know, I'm just gonna go. I'll see you there. Oh. And I just head straight out the door and try and catch up with them. <laughs> okay, it's like, uh, Dross will look at you. Um, uh, yes, the, the, Berdir told me to tell you, uh, 
The journey would normally be about five hours, but that's under ideal conditions, and with the luck we've been having right at Right in the recent times, I would not expect it to be ideal conditions, so plan for six. One whole <laughs> extra hour. Whew. It's not going to be more far. than that. It's also a delta of 20% of the trip time. <laughs> um, but he'll be like, is, is there anything else I can do? It's in the, the, the third slip to the, the northeast. Um, the, the, yeah, the mimic You screen. can just, you lead him there, I say as I run out the door. I, oh, I'll... Um, apparently wait here for the rest uh, of you as you you're too big. You don't have to wait here. We'll find you. Thank you. Oh, oh, Can okay. I catch up with Dent? So you... I have 15 extra feet on him. So ahead of you, you hear clang, 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 clang. <laughs> um, no, 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 it's clang, 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 because he's skipping. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so, so you managed to catch up with him when he's like managed to sort of survey the first pier, um, or he's about to. You would know incidentally because you you heard what Thrall said. the 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 pier you're looking for is the one up here. So, if Dent turns left, he'll get there. You know, soonish. But if he turns right and tries to go through the entire other sets of docks, it will take a very long time. Can I catch up to him? But yeah, you catch up to him as he's sort of like peering at each ship going along this like long dock. Dent, 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 Dent. And I'll just kind of reach out a hand on his <gasps> metal shoulder. Do you see him? I do. Those aren't ours, though. But they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What? I, I was so, just going to wait for you guys, and I started to see that I got my pole. You got excited, yep. So here's what I'm going to say, Dad. <laughs> you can use your pole. Oh, I will. I'm going to ask a favor. So I'll point the direction and tell them the, the, the name of the docks and the name of the ship and everything and where we're going to be going. I would like to go alone to speak with Berdir and try to convince him to not come on our journey with us. So could you maybe take a leisurely fishing stroll to get to the boat? You could look at all the other boats as we walk there. I could. But I think I know how to keep him from joining us. I think it, I think is I it going to be him. nice. If it's oh. not, if it's not nice. Oh, I know exactly what to do. He's letting us use his boat. Like, how am I not going to be nice to him? He's, he's effectively taking me on a vacation. He is, but Nero has a special relationship already with him and Nero wants to talk to him alone. Can I ask you to just come two minutes after me? And then if my plea doesn't work, then you can give yours? Sure. Just two minutes. I don't know why sure. I'm holding up my fucking fingers like you don't know what numbers are. <laughs> this many. One, two. Okay, sorry. Uh, I mean, you you can come and help. You can 
would it make you feel better if you just came with me? I don't want to make you feel bad and like you're not included, Dent. I, I mean, I just, I just feel like, like I have a really good spell that that I've been really wanting Whoa. to use. That makes me nervous in my insides, Dent. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be fine. Ed says it'll be fine. He won't take any damage. The bomb in your head. Okay. Well, <laughs> can I, please, please, Dent, as a friend, can I try first? <sighs> okay. And then if it doesn't work, you can do your non-damaging spell. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the spell information. It doesn't it doesn't have anything about damage. I mean, he might suffer heartbreak, but you know. So yeah, okay, we're in agreement. Me first. Thanks, Dent. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Nero is very concerned now. <laughs> Nero's like, why do you need magic when you just have the Per, the perfect, uh, you know, you could just talk and make relationships with each other. And it always works. You're moving down this way. Are the rest of you just sort of gathering up your gear, presumably dense gear? Um, Nero Nero's... doesn't have gear, so. <laughs> That's true. Nero doesn't really have gear. Uh, and like heading down to the docks then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Nero, uh, you get to the, the, the boat and it's a sort of a, a mid-sized um, ship for the type that are on uh the lake uh, and you can see uh several lizard folk um on the deck uh sort of going through readying it to make sail um and you're going by and um a lizard folk uh walks by you uh carrying a large crate and sort of uh bumps against you uh, and turns like oh my apologies uh, and it's Berdeer. Uh, who is not dressed in any form of finery. He is dressed like a sailor. Um, and is clearly just like, like sweating is like, has been working up to this point. Um, but yeah. You have found uh, the is, is his, the daughter that's missing. Um, is he, is that Asana? Is that his only child? Yes. I know I would have asked. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, we can kind of assume that when it comes to personal details that someone would readily share, Nero probably knows them. Right. Um, okay, so I'm going to say, hi, Berdeer. Uh, you, have, you have made ready? The rest of your friends will be coming? Yep, they're going to be behind me. We met Drouse, lovely guy. Told us all about his brother, Thimsa, and how he's going to be captaining the mimics grin yes and i uh, said that you were uh, coming on our travels with us uh, that is correct they y you must understand that very few people are willing to crew a ship going to the island that keeps getting shrouded in mist and emitting lights and freak storms are coming out of nowhere so yeah. it was really so... the people who have lost someone or who I could pay a great deal of money to I get that 
But, as you said, it's a place of mist and lights and disappearances and things. And do you... Did I find out before if he was... Had a partner or something like that? I like believe you mentioned uh, having a partner. Okay. Yes, I think he did. He does uh, have one. He does have one, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I would have asked. You know, I know his whole family tree. Um, uh, so... You know, we're we're going to look for Asana, and it's it's gonna be dangerous. If it's so dangerous that we're lost, that means that your partner is fully alone. That means that they have now lost not only a daughter, but a partner as well. And I understand your wanting to help us and your how it must wrench at your heart for you to to not do anything but i feel like you would be much more of use to your family and to the people here do not understand i went home and thought on what you said to me nero i spoke with my wife I spent most of my life working ships like these. As a sailor, as a captain, only recently did I become a merchant, only recently wealthy. And when my daughter disappeared, you told me that shame was useful, and I realized that my solution to it was to throw money at you. This is a thing that I do for myself and for these other men who have lost someone, who want to get someone back. My wife understands this too. She's willing to possibly lose you as well? She is, she is. She has also commented that at least I seemed inspired to do something again. I also left her with instructions to spend the money that we have acquired, as you had suggested we do. I'm glad. Here's... I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you've had this inspiration and want to help and want to actually be a part of something. And I'm... I'm open to it, for dear. I'm open to it. However, my worry comes from if we do find someone implicated in these things... We're not just going to kill them right away. I know that a lot of you must feel rage at the horrible loss that you currently feel. But we're not going to just kill them. We need to we need to question them and find out information. There's so much more going on than just this. And I am worried about you seeing red when the time comes and in your rage and in your sadness actually making it so that our mission fails. If Asana is gone, allow me to say to you that if we find the person responsible and Asana is gone, they will die by my actions, but not before we find out anything that they could know that would help other people. I do not... 
Asana has been gone for days now. Others have just disappeared last night. If it takes some time, perhaps they are still safe. That is enough. But whoever it is, if my Asana is gone, will be gone by my hand. Okay. As long as you can keep your head about you when we find him, because if you... If you act hastily, then you might, you might then be the reason that other people don't get their loved ones back. Are you willing I, to take on that burden? Yes. Okay. I'll talk to my compatriots and let them know what's yeah. going on. Because they you. were a bit nervous. Can you see him like sort of heft this large crate back up and start moving and loading it on the ship. Um, he's like, we should be ready to make sail whenever you are ready. Yeah. Uh, so we'll I'll say, just wait at, like, down the bottom of the gangplank or whatever the fuck it is that you do to get on ships. Uh, and I would say probably, uh, well, I'll ask Sam, would, would Dent be the next one to come along? Or do you get distracted by the ships? Well, it wouldn't be the ships that would be distracting me. It would be the the water. Um, but, uh, I mean, has every... Like, I would assume that since Nero hasn't come out and been like, all right, take your turn, uh, that uh, things had gone smoothly enough. Um, but, and I guess I'm just waiting for everyone else to show up. And okay. by that, I mean I'm fishing. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the, the rest of you uh, come up. Um, Drust did, in fact, uh, stay with you. He was gathering sort of last supplies from the tattooed turtle um, and uh, is leading you along the dock. You see a familiar hulking armored form sitting sort of on the key, like fishing off uh, just like the, the wall. Um, he's like, uh, this was your friend that first ran away. I do not see the <laughs> second friend that ran. Your friends uh, run away. Down. Ah, there's the second friend. Good, good, good. And I'll walk over to them and kind of just, well, I guess I could do it in character voice. Um, so, spoke with Verdeer. Uh, apparently, our conversation yesterday had a big impact on him and how he hasn't been utilizing his... Uh, vast wealth and privilege to actually be useful in a lot of ways and he wants to change and so here, here's a couple of points that I'll bring up is that one couldn't find anybody else to man the ship because everybody's afraid we do need people to actually do the ship work because I don't understand how ships work I could probably learn, but, you know, it's probably safer to have people who know. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked, too. Um, he wants to be helpful and useful and in this instance. And we had a very, I felt, productive conversation about how he can't step in and kill somebody or do anything ahead of time that might jeopardize us finding out information because it would ruin everything and he seemed pretty sincere in his understanding of that so I feel 
I feel like we can trust him. I feel like he's got a lot at stake here and he's willing to work with us. And so I wanted to let you guys know what we talked about. Did you cast insight? Oh, I could have rolled insight, but I didn't even think about it because Nero kind of ignores his insight anyway, often. Catch has, I have no, no, I don't, right. why is it even, I don't even care. That's what I, I like it's... about you, Catch. <laughs> Once we get to Moon Tree, we can just leave the crew with the boat. We don't need them to come with us. This is assuming the boat gets to Moon Tree Isle safely. Hey, what's. You're so optimistic. I like that about uh, yeah, you, Minnow. That's me in a nutshell. Miss optimism. Top 10 adjectives for Minnow Row. Optimistic. <laughs> optimistic. So, Dent, we can still keep that what we talked about in your uh, back pocket. And uh, we can maybe just feel it out. Is everybody okay with this? Ressa, I know that you were kind of feeling a little funky like me. Do you feel a little more reassured? It's really his call. Uh, if he's not going to interfere, I'm, it's his decision. So, uh, are we getting going? Yes, we'll get on the boat and you can... Do you have your trolling line that you can set up behind the boat? Oh, I've got all the trolling lines. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On the boat. So you, uh... You get on... You get on the ship. Um, yeah, so you... you let's cut you over to here. Water. You meet. Why are Earth? Could you? Okay. Well, I can see all the nameplates. For some reason, it's not displaying the nameplates to all of you. <laughs> um. So yeah, you meet the crew. Uh, Drouse and um, Thimza are back here. Uh, the brothers. Um, uh, Berdir is up here. Uh, Yas and Dexel are a couple of the others who are there, uh, and Varla. And all of these are peop uh, lizard folk who live near, in like in the docks district, um, primarily. They normally work for Berdir, and almost all of them have lost someone to the disappearances. Um, with the exception of uh, Varla, who has been sailing with this sort of parts of this crew for years now. Um, and that's kind of why they're all there. Uh, you, you weigh anchor. Um, you, you set out into the lake. Um, the weather is calm. You're leaving still by relatively early in the morning. Um, and yeah, you're just sort of sailing along. Is there anything you would like to do while you're on board the ship? Yes. One thing. Um, I we don't have to act it out, but I would absolutely go around to every single lizard person and get the information about their missing loved ones. Very good. Like one by one. So. Where Where is Dylan? Okay. That one. Uh, I would, I would have. Uh, be teaching Dellen proper like casting technique 
and uh, whether or not he actually wants to, like, th th these are things as far as Dent's concerned he needs to know. Um, and so I am, I'm educating him in, in the ways of, of fishing. Very good. Um, so yeah, you're sitting there, um, Nero, you're able to get that information, uh, from the crew, um, generally without any issues. Uh, some of them are a little hesitant to talk about it, but they generally, uh, warm up to you after you've spoken to them for a couple minutes. Uh, Dent, you and Delon are fishing, uh, Ressa, Ketch, and Minnow, anything in particular? I don't think so. I gotta remember that Minnow isn't hungover. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, oh that's a restoration. Thanks to Lisa. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think Minnow is just sitting somewhere and very unhappy. Okay. Uh, you're kind of yeah. sitting. Um, over here, uh, sort of shaded by the, uh, the, the bow deck. Um, yeah, the others, you, maybe you two are, uh, staying back more, uh, where the, the helm is and, uh, sitting with the, the crew there. Um, so yeah, it's going, uh, the, the land behind you is, uh, fading into the distance. Um, a couple hours in, the sea is beginning to get choppier. Um, which is odd because there are no clouds. There's no discernible wind. Um, at least more than that, which is propelling you forward. The ship is a sailing ship. I just used the model that didn't have a sail because it obscures like 60% of the deck. Um... And, and so this seems a little strange, and you notice the crew are sort of starting to get a little antsy. Can I make a perception check to see if I see anything, like, under the water or strange, since sure. they kind of mentioned big shadows and things yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, Keep. Nine. Uh, My rolls are such garbage. It's this so wasn't a fumble. She sucked them all. Uh, really? You don't see anything. You can see, like, you can see, though, that this isn't just uh, the ship sort of moving more choppily. Like, the water is getting some chop, which, again, is weird. You don't see anything to cause this. Does the... Are the waves, like from a particular direction they seem to be uh moving towards you so as if they were coming from moon tree has the uh the sky or anything changed i mean is it still pretty clear yeah there's minimal clouds bright sunny Ooh. oh um dent have you caught anything Go away. What stat should fishing go off of? Survival. Survival? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's foraging for food. Yeah. Give me a survival check. 
Interesting. I have proficiency in that. I saw that one for a real long time, and I was like, <laughs> oh no. What? My, um... Oh, oh, oh okay, hold on. Yeah, that was weird. That, that time I saw you roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was looking weird on my screen for a second. Uh, yeah, 14. Um, you, you are able to haul up a couple sort of smaller fish, but uh, they're ones that you'd gotten before. You haven't gotten very far out into the lake, um, so they were still things that you were able to catch sort of from shore. Um, Delon has managed to catch one largish fish. Uh, it's the only thing he's caught, but he seems quite pleased. Look! Look Look what Delon caught! He, he caught a big one! Oh, and, uh, nice. and like, I, I have him do the, like, I'm a kid with my first fish pose. <laughs> um... <laughs> And and uh, yeah, and uh, he he also has so like I didn't tell you guys this, but you know of course uh, Dent comes equipped with you know the standard fisherman's like vest, and he has like a spare one that he gave to Dylan. You don't know where he pulled these from, but he has them. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just so proud. He's like it's like my my son, except not. <laughs> so. Catch, um, I would like to step closer to the side of the boat and then just kind of look at the waves because obviously the waves aren't affecting the fish if they are catching fish. Yeah. Uh, hey, <clears throat> hey, Nero, I had a thought. Good um, for you. Thank you. Um, Savage. <laughs> Can you speak to fish? God. Yes. Well, I can speak to them, but they can't speak to me. Is the fish that you're holding the one that you want Nira to talk to? Oh, God. Because I'll tell you what that fish is going to be saying. Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) Um... Excuse me, fish. Have you noticed if you've noticed anything strange around here? Blink your eyes twice. So this fish, which has been sort of like flopping up until now, as you begin speaking to it, is going to sort of like stop and go very still. And after, huh? May I? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> I'm sorry. 100% would if she could understand if it I could back. understand it, yep. And as you get done, is still there. And then just begins furiously, like, redoubling its efforts. You know, what's, what's it saying? Well, like I said, I, I can't understand it, but it didn't blink twice, so there's probably nothing abnormal going on. Fish can't blink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was thinking that, but I didn't think Dent knew that, you know. Hero <laughs> does not know much about fish. It was he just thinks about how he usually interacts with animals and those are the kinds of things that he tells them to do. <sighs> Deploy Jebediah. So as this fish is now flailing for its life, um, Suddenly, there is a just deafening peal of thunder. 
Um, and now around you instantly there is a storm. Hey, this is kind of like yesterday, isn't it? It is just bucketing down. The wind is whipping up. Um, the waves are now crashing sort of over the deck of the ship, um, which is just getting tossed from side to side. Uh, this is treacherous footing at best. And could everyone give me a quick deck saving throw? Um, okay. Am I still conscious? Yes. Okay. Uh, dex or strength saving throw to hold yourself upright. I was like, what am I missing? Uh, okay. Uh, Minnow, you're uh, you're barely able to hang on. You sort of like grab a rope almost because you're not going to stay up, but that keeps you uh, standing. Uh, Ketch and Nero both react very quickly and brace themselves and are fine. Uh, Dent, you kind of slam against the, the um, railing on the side, but you're able to hang on. Uh, Ressa, you slip and fall. Um, and sort of claps to the deck. You see around you, actually, as you're laying down, you see, like, the lizard folk, the crew, just suddenly bracing and looking from side to side, and, like, you hear, like, uh, it is cursed! Quickly! 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 Up sails! Um, and now they're springing into action and running. Um, the, the sails are being threatened with being torn off the mast, um, as it stands. Uh, yeah, so the, the the ship is just whipping from side to side. Thims is doing everything he can to hold it on course. Um, and Tetchin Nero, uh, give me a quick perception check. Guidance, guidance. Oh, nice. Thank you. To whom? Oh, wait, but you don't know that we're looking. You're on the, you're, yeah. you're kind of on the deck. You're on okay, top. so it works. So I can oh. take it. Uh, you can only give you it to one me? for the time that they're going to take it. Oh, so. I didn't uh, know. Who, I assumed that she was giving it fine. to me. That's fine. Well, you can, we both you can, had to roll. Yeah, you can oh, take I, it. He asked for both of us to roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was just being selfish. Yeah, you, you take it. I mean, not that you need it, but But now I'll it. have 20, 20. perception. <laughs> so both of you see, um, as you're sort of braced and looking around, the... The storm is just a solid line of storm that reaches probably all the way back to Tormund Um There is no way you traveled through this. And also, there's no way that, yeah, the water got choppy. There was some chop. This would have been you were in a storm. There is no way you missed this. Um, this is absolutely bizarre. Uh, this and catch particularly to you. This feels very much like that storm in Tormund Rail. Of it just hit everywhere simultaneously. Um, Nero, with your twenty, um, you're sort of looking at that and you're looking back and forth and you're you're, you're uh, all around. Um, and as you're looking. And as you're kind of peering at all of this, um, 
on the side of the boat, um, you see a figure clambering up with claws. Uh, yeah. And as you are about to go to sort of, you know, shout to the marauders, uh, you see the next one. And sort of eyes widening with a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, uh, you look to the other side and you see the next one. Um, and it's 10-11, so let's wrap up here. For no! Fight! Oh. Fight, fight, fight! <laughs> Precisely because it's a fight, and you have a five-person party, and I don't think everyone wants to stay up until, like, 11.30, resolving the combat. And that was our latest installment in the world of Tear. And many more episodes await you in the podcast Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. You can also listen to our multi-year 1 to 20th level campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons. Or maybe you're looking for a podcast called Dom and Dragons where we played D&D with Dominic Monaghan. Yes, that Dominic Monaghan. You can find that on Dom and Dragons in the Goats and Dragons feed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you need more of us in your life, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat. Watch us live on Twitch at HelpfulGoat, or join our Discord. Please consider rating and reviewing any Helpful Goat product. It really helps us out. And until next time, we love you. Hang in there. Bye.